PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespotiso. All right. Y'all ready? Ready. You ready for this? Welcome to episode 363 of Cinema Crespotiso. Are you ready for this? Hey! That's right. Welcome to the court. Your Orlando. Crespodisos that started point guard from Sarasota, Florida. Justa Cogbo. Once again, Chris, we have the worst team sports name of all time. Orlando Crespodisos <laughs> at Power Forward from Puerto Rico. It's Christy Lopez. Hola. Hola, chica. And starting center from Shaolin representing <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan represent Staten Island, New York. It's Chris Crespo, it's me, yeah! Oh, I hit the wrong button. No, that's right. That's right. E- even your fake audience knows how awful how you are. How sad I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if in the Joker movie they had played that instead of... Man, hey, I would have been much what? happier. I would have been much happier. <laughs> Man, thinking about it, that'd be Joker? pretty amazing. Christine, you see Joker? Yeah, I have. Remember when he's going on the stairs? I, I, wanted, like, I wanted Space Jam. <laughs> Like Ooh. just the theme to Space Jam. Okay, okay yeah, that works. That works too. too. The uh, yeah, take your chance, do your dance, and he's on this all oh, yeah, on that, the stairs. I take someone that, make it happen. I take that over uh, uh, pedophile uh, Gary Glitter all day, every day. Hey, all right, guys, welcome to episode three sixty three. We're here to have a good time. It's our Christmas week episode. Merry Christmas, everyone! Classic. Christmas theme song, as we all know, <laughs> Christmas Carol, uh, and uh, you know, Christmas is in the air. That means it's uh, the weather sucks. It's all rainy, so mm-hmm. it's no fun out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my car was like rrr, 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 mm-hmm. starting this morning, a Makes little sense. extra than it should have been. Is anybody sick and or dying? Uh, I've been getting over uh, a cold thing for at least two weeks. All right, so there you go. It's been a real we got sick and or dying. It's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a real question mark. That's for sure. Just when you think it's getting better. It's like, oh, what's this new pain? Um, so a couple big movies came out this weekend. All right. We saw, all three of us yep. saw Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Where do you put the? The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Skywalker. Uh, Christine and I saw Cats. <gasps> Drew saw Jumanji. Jumanji, next level. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of new movies to talk about. Uh, I also wanted to bring up Christine, the reason you, you even here to begin with is because we did get a tweet. From pulling up here, Drew Stacogburn. I don't know if I showed this to you yet. Probably not. From our homie Scott at Spot Scourge on Twitter. Hit us up. Uh, please invite quotation marks Christine Lopez, close quotations, in for a third mic. While I disagree with her and think Cats is going to be an utter debacle, I love how she stood up to you guys. Nice email, exclamation point. Drew, remember that email from a couple weeks yes, ago? Yes, I do. Christine sent in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. so we did it. We did. We went and saw Cats. Scott, we did it solely 
for you. Oh, not because we're friends. No, absolutely not. No, not Business. because Christine wants to see cats and uh, wanted uh, someone to suffer. Th- uh. Enjoy it with. We enjoy it with. That's what I, that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. It's a family film. So let's see. We saw cats. Uh, I still have memories. So memory. Drew Cogburn in the moonlight. Drew, you I'd would, rather not. You would. Drew, you of all people mm-hmm. would hate this movie, hate this movie <laughs> so, so much <laughs> from beginning to end yes. scene to scene uh-huh. probably every element in each scene yes which is why I could not go see the movie Chris which is almost why you should see it I mean it's almost why you should I mean with its with, with its tomato meter rating uh, as low at it, as it is what's like 61% uh, how about 19% no. No, that's the critics. Hey, what do critics know? <laughs> what do critics, critics know? know nothing. Obviously nothing. Critics are stupid. They know uh, nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The audience score. What's the audience score? Oh, I mean, if you go to top critics, it goes to 21%. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? The, the, There's hope yet. The, the intellectual uh, intelligentsia. And the, the average rating rises from 3.8 to 3.83. 3.83. Okay, out of 10. Yes. Okay. So almost a four out of ten. Yeah, yes. that's good. Round that's a, up. That's a two out of five. Yeah. Shit. Audience score sixty two percent. Sixty two percent. Yeah. See, audiences almost like it. Sixty two percent. Almost. Yes. Uh, when we saw it, when it ended, one person when it was over was like, "Wow." Right. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Was that a was that a good wow or a bad? I was about wow? to say, was that a good wow? Because yeah. I mean, I've definitely said wow after some pretty awful movies we got, like we got Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that wow. was. Yeah. No, I think I think mm. it was a good wow. I think it was a good. It was wow. a good wow. I think she was wowed by Andrew Cogburn. Um, what about you, Chris? Well, let, let me start with Christine. Let's go. Let me ask you, because you're the cat fan. I am the cat fan. All yes, right, yes. you listen to the soundtrack. Yes. Going into it, you knew the songs ahead of oh, time. Oh yes, I had to stop myself from singing. <laughs> okay. See? I do this at every musical. Sure, I just you sat there along, and yeah. bit my lip. Like, nope, it's a nope. dumb. Duh. I'm not being paid to do the singing. Nope. Um, I recognize memory, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's like the big yep. one. And then as it was happening, I was like, oh, this um. Mr. Mistopheles. Yes, you should know Mr. Mistopheles. Okay, this one yeah. for sure stands out to me yep. as well. Uh, those are the only two, though. And Mungojiri like, and Rumpelteaser. No, that song really? didn't, they didn't have Aww. any sort of... It didn't key off anything. I, I only saw the play one time. But I did live in New York, so I did see the commercial on TV mm-hmm. a lot for it. Where they, in New York, they advertise Broadway plays on, uh, on... Dude, I remember growing up, they used to advertise Broadway cats even down here yep. in Florida. Really? Yes. Yeah. That, I can distinct I can distinctly remember commercials and being totally creeped out by weird guys in full cat makeup and me being just like this is not right. I would I wish they went full guys in cat makeup. You've just lost your furry contingent to the show. <laughs> I'm not sure if I ever had one and if I did whatever. <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a small niche market. I'm pretty sure we can afford to lose that. Just because you're not into furries doesn't mean they're not into you. Yeah, don't gnaw uh, their numbs. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, don't kink shame. We welcome yeah. all kinks. You into furries? We like, come on, guys. We're all, y'all, you want, you, as, I mean, this movie specifically is filling some sort of fetishist dream of like people who want to see Taylor <laughs> oh, I'm sure, Swift. I'm like, sure the furries around, love like, a cat this. Or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like. They're beautiful. Was she pushing catnip in the movie? The, the, the cat people? She was specifically pushing yes. catnip in the movie. That, oh, yeah, that, cool. was, that was her awesome. yeah. thing. Is, is that in the play? Is that in the they, they, they don't say it's catnip, but, you know. They, they hint at yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they're always... It's something they're, to, to lull. They're drug pushers in everything, Yeah, it's something Chris. To, to, to lull them and <laughs> yeah. make them... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
man, that's the best part of having a cat. It's the catnip, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get them all whacked out on drugs. Yeah, making them freak out. Yeah, you do yeah. drugs, then they do drugs, and, and then, then you're all fucked up together. you're on drugs, you watch them do their drugs. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, man, that looks mm-hmm. like such a fun time, bro. And she's looking at your cat's looking at you like, man, this is amazing. Well, you saw the trailer for Trolls 2, the yep. new trailer. Oh, yeah. oh, man, I think it looks wild as fuck, actually. Like, if the movie itself has half the energy and, like, editing inventiveness of the trailer it could be a fucking crazy it's gonna movie. be amazing also Drew Cogbert a hint of where the direction they took the movie the release date I told I pointed this yep. out the release date April 17th no yes yep. no it's an April 20th movie really it yes, is bro. there's an entire scene dedicated to it too really oh yes. yeah and uh and there's like yeah so there's a character who's like the stoner he, he's got a hoodie <laughs> yes. and he's walking and he's like Whoa! Yep, a pinky promise. Uh huh. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "Wow, that's a stoner character." Yeah, yeah they're doing yep. it. They're going there. Yeah, Wait, the whole smooth jazz scene. That oh. was a legit funny. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, this is funny!" I can't feel my cheeks. I was like, "This is funny." Yeah. Uh, they had a death metal joke in there. Drew, it looks like a actually decent movie. <laughs> Interesting. The second Trolls movie. <laughs> yeah, it looks. It looks. Decent. All right. I mean, I never saw the first one. It looks decent. Um, well, I mean, and then I understand now. I understand. I, so, so I, I watch cats. At least now I know for cats too. Uh, I'm for, I'm looking forward to the sequel because yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. the characters. Ooh, absolutely. Looking forward to next year's Jellicle Ball. See, oh, you wanted to dress up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll dress up. We'll put on our best cat onesies. You oh, gotta Chris. put on some spats. Oh, that is. Uh, I'll okay. be cat and spats. Yep. What are you trying to say? Oh, I'm Chris. Just oh, I said, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, yeah. Sure. Uh, you're not telling me to wear the Jason oh. Derulo outfit. You're telling me to put on the James no one Corden outfit. Ever, uh, Chris. ever be Jason Derulo. Chris. Uh, his scenes were problematic. Chris, there's going to be no cats too. There's not going to be a catch too. No. Hold on. I, I can. But I, I can. Next year's Jellicle Ball. I can guarantee you there will be no cats too. What was her name? Victoria. Victoria. What happens to her? She's such a young cat. She has such a future. They, well, they Chris, spent so much time focusing on her. Chris, Why here's else the thing. Do that? When you spend three hundred million dollars on a movie, that 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 wasn't correct. It's only hundred million. Yeah. Okay. But still. Still. Okay. Million, but not including marketing and all the okay, other stuff. Okay, fine. Fine. A very even, expensive movie. Very expensive. Even movie. Chris, even if you only spent a hundred million dollars on this movie, Mm-mm-mm-mm. when on opening weekend worldwide you only make ten point nine million dollars, that is a flop. No matter who's counting the fucking beans. Yeah. Mm, a bunch of dog propaganda. That is dog propaganda. Because dogs kept people out of the theaters. Yeah. Right. Uh, Call of the Wild. Hello. Okay. All right. Uh, Can we tangent. not talk about no, that? No, we gotta talk about tangent. Every time I see the trailer, tangent. Jesus, it looks so awful. Tangent. First off, like I want to see Harrison Ford acting, and he's acting in this. Like he's a lead. He doesn't work much anymore. He's no. like actually doing stuff in this. But he's but he's what might as well be Scooby Doo. Yeah. Cartoon dog. And Seriously? I understand why. We are going as a society. We're moving into the culture where um. Uh, we're using CG animals in movies because it's just like it's considered uh, unethical to use animals in films. Like the way, the, what what happened with the circus? Well, these days it's yes. not happening in the movie industry. Yeah, no. uh, to, to just to protect the animals, right? And uh, so we're going with more CG animals, and that's I really don't have a qualm with any of that stuff. But it doesn't look as good, and this Ooh. buck looks fucking terrible. Yes, agreed. Buck, buck looks terrible. Might yes. as well be Odie. Mm-hmm. Might as well be Harrison Ford. And, and Odie I'm not sure if anybody's actually read. Oh yeah. Oh, the book. I yes. don't know how this is going but to translate. But th- this movie, it does not look like anything I know no. uh, that has anything to do with Call of the Wild. No, it took. Some, <laughs> they, took they took some of it. I mean, so the, the the scene where he sees the other dog and he's like, "I could be a wolf," like that. That would make a lot more sense if he looked like the dog in the book. 
Yeah, no, like a husky. Mm. Yeah, he's a husky. Mm. Yeah. But this one, he's like a like a beagle. I don't know. He's, he's friendly. He's so cute. He's cute. He's so cute. Big old eyes, and he crosses a little paw. And he's like, "You were sleeping in my bed for two days." And, and, that, like, and then he looks at him side oh, eye, like, oh, me? Oh. It's gonna be so bad." <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to it. Wow, almost on the cats level. Um, back to cats. Yeah, back to cats. What, what did you think? Come on, Kristen. What did you think? Come on. So I love, I love cats. Yeah. Uh, I love cats because of the performances. Like you don't have to have everything with this exposition of explaining what how you should feel about a character. Mm-hmm. You should know that Grizabella is down on her luck because sure. of how she comes out and her her performance at the end. That reprise of memory. You're just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 My yeah. heart is broken because of how she's treated. When Hudson sings memory for what was that like the third time yeah, when she sings cat. it? Um, and there's other people in the room. I was as that scene was happening. I was thinking, man, it must have been wild to be in that room while she was singing that yeah. song because she's like belting it yeah, out it, it must... should be heartbreaking yeah um i felt i did feel it's... a little bit of, i felt the emotion of that scene i felt the emotion of that scene I will, uh, I will not lie i think they just rely too much on what i assume is wire work to make it look like cats are jumping uh like the yeah. cgi like they're replacing a lot were they, of were the, they, is that, is that were they prancing around no. like beautiful ballerinas in a yo, in no. like a wushu show, yo, the whole movie is cat movements. It's like yeah, it is it is cat movements, but this, it's... this is for the camera. <laughs> okay, now yeah, uh, tune in right now. <laughs> now. Now you see if the, if it was on stage <laughs> as like a stage play, I could understand why you would do something like that. Yeah, but in a movie scene where you've already got so much CG and so much other work and so much other production value yeah. in the movie, mm-hmm. why do you still need to have humans that walk quote unquote like cats? I I agree. Oh, I agree. I'm sorry, Scott. That's all I'm saying. Scott, I am so sorry. I mean, I get it. No. I, I I get it on a stage play. I get it. It, it makes sense. It brings you more into it. Yeah. But this is not a stage play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and we, and we talked about. And we're this. spending hundred million dollars on this. Well, we <laughs> no, no more than we, that. But then yeah. rebates. So we only spent ten million on it. So. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Yes. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, there were parts that were distracting. It should be about beautiful dancing and beautiful singing, and which there is for sure. There, it, there's some some good dancing. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like if uh, no. the only apples to apples I have is Les Misérables. Okay. So Les Misérables and watching it looks like feels like the stage show, except you have like a better view. Like the camera happening. is on a stage. Yes. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to your sitting absolutely. Audience. Yeah. Sure. This I think takes away from me because it's like, look how we can make their tails twitch mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. really distracting actually it so, took away a lot of what you're supposed to feel from the characters when you're noticing their ears like you I don't couldn't stop those. looking at their ears yeah. i couldn't stop like, just because it's like look at the ears twitching really and, yeah. end, i swear by the end of the movie i wasn't even paying attention to what they were th- what they were saying yeah. i was looking at their faces and heads and then look at their ears and being <laughs> like ears. like man i wish i had like cat ears because they're like <laughs> they're, they're directional yeah. like we have to turn our whole head mm-hmm. to hear shit they can just twitch yep. the ear like man cats are lucky to have such sweet ears i was focused on the ears for yeah, a while there was That's too, so much, too much Chris, ear twitching there's a big drawback there's a big drawback to the ears to you gotta lick your own asshole every day is that if you're a cat a, if you want those you ears, ears. You, you've got to lick your own asshole you're, every day because you're, you're a cat i can't be a human with those ears nope. that's what i'm saying you I got just, two I, options i'm just saying i wish as humans we had evolved to have ears on a directional ears then we wouldn't be humans no, we'd be like Navi. We'd be cats. We'd be Navi. 
they don't lick their own assholes. Actually, we, how do you we know? don't know. Well, Actually, how do you know? Maybe Avatar yeah. 2. We, we don't yeah. know how they bathe. Yeah, maybe the sequels <laughs> show them. Yeah, all the crazy things they do. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, yes, I think that's. I think that's very. I think that's accurate. That the focus on the spectacle of it, the CG, mm-hmm. the making them cat people, overtook the whole idea of. And just sing the songs and do the dances. Yeah, just be really good at those things. Yes, and then tell your very extremely, not even a story. I waited for this. Uh, it's an hour and 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I waited at least an hour and 10 minutes for this, the quote, the story to start your Chicago. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. that, that's an issue. It takes a while. It takes a while for there because you got to introduce all the people. And it's a bunch of vignettes anyway. The, the play itself isn't really a story story. But this one, they try to make, give it a narrative. Yeah, and thing. I think that's where they really shouldn't have stitched it together. They should just let it be what it is, yeah, right? they should. Like Fantasia style. It's a series of vignettes. Don't I mean, worry about it trying to make sense. I was about a, to say, if... It making sense would have been a, its downfall. Like, no one would have ever gotten into Cats however many years ago that this bullshit started. Yo, that's true. Whoa, it, yeah, whoa, that's true. People, right. So. Whoa, this bullshit. He, hey, he, I, he, he, I hate musicals. He I don't. Musicals. I hate musicals. Drew hates musicals, but he is making a very accurate point. Uh, the, 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 it is one the absolute most successful plays. Yeah, of all so, time, I mean, if, 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 if you're blaming it on that as, like, the plot being bad. I say no it's because be- if the plot the pe- no, people have been poking holes in this thing forever and it's still the most popular thing in the yeah, world it, so it's not it's a, the plot of the movie which itself is that there is a plot the play itself is yep. doesn't have a plot but this one they created what, Victoria I keep wanting to say Veronica Victoria, mm-hmm, Victoria they created a new character Victoria well, okay. she's, she's in it she's she's really in it she's, she? she's a kitten yeah okay. which is also really strange because she's a very young cat so when you're watching she is a ballerina mm-hmm. uh, when you watch her shake that's the dancer actually making herself look like she's not talented. So it comes, and that's the thing that you're missing is like, oh, look how good they are at what they do to make me feel this way. Um, and she's just really, it's really sexy. Like she's super sexy. Yo, who's that actress? She's sexy as fuck. These are the sexiest cats ever, Drew. Yeah. Uh, so in that, like me in yeah. my head, I'm like, oh, she's a kitten. I'm like, oh, she's. Like, I see. I know. I, Ooh, I, that could be. I know. Con- yeah. I know. Conceptually, she's supposed to be a young cat. Yes. Goes the way it starts with her being dumped in a yep. bag. Like that's what happens to kittens. Mm-hmm. Kittens get dumped like that. Um, but when she pops out of the bag, like, oh, that's a 20 year old woman in a cat suit. Mm, you know, all woman. All, yes. No cat. Um, man, a, I saw someone tweet about this. It was a funny tweet. It's like people are complaining. That this movie is like the the cats in this movie they're all they're all weird and oddly sexual and then someone mm-hmm. responded oh you mean like cats <laughs> like, yeah oh that actually makes sense <laughs> that's very accurate that's stunningly accurate as to what it is um it's weird I'm trying I'm trying to think of things like I liked I like the design of it I like the way it looks I like the color scheme I like the neon lighting I, was about I like to say that they the, built a huge sets that they then you know complete with the green screen like background the, throughout the trailer like the thing that got me the most was just like the background and the scenery and the things of that nature cool looking scenery that looked really cool you know besides Idris Elba wearing a weird ass hat trying to be cool <laughs> with, uh, with, with, with green eyes dude yeah, what the fuck every time yeah. I just thought it was a magic cat who can like oh. uh, appear and disappear mm. but when he does so he's like the Shishar cat sort of so he's on acid the whole time. He's on acid. Okay. And he has an abracadabra sort of phrase. But So when he appears and disappears, he'll go, meow. Move his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but in the background, you hear, McCavity. McCavity. Sometimes they say McCavity. Sometimes he goes, McCavity, and disappears. Sometimes he goes, meow, and disappears. Chris, what about your cavity? I know. It's a funny name. McCavity. I like when, I like the McCavity introduction shot when it's a big 
huge building side poster that says Moriarty, like it's advertised in a Sherlock Holmes thing, and then he pops up on top of it, then there's lightning, and then it changes in the same style. It goes from Moriarty, it's a picture of him, to McCavity in the same style. I say, oh, see, that's fun. That's a cool thing you can do with the movie that he can't do with the play. Uh, and it's a fun way to like introduce a character and explain, oh, this is the bad guy, this is your bad cat, and you can do it in a very simple way, visually. But it's like, they... They didn't have enough of that kind of stuff, you know. The, the otherwise it was just like you said, making their tails twitch and, yeah. and why try, and, and trying to because that's what cats do. What cats so? Do. so they spent so much time trying to make the CG of the cats. Yeah, work. if we're also making human cats instead of having the females instead of having two breasts up here should have six on their belly. Oh. So you know what? Wait yeah. for the sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, cats too is gonna be awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like uh, they, these are weirdly busty cats, uh, but like the. The, the tits are in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. and um, it's like God. It's uh, it hurts my head to try to think about this movie. Actually, <laughs> try, try to put it together. But the thing, the thing is, so I did, obviously went in with very low expectations. I didn't, I didn't expect it to wow me or anything. So that's actually kind of going to be the theme of this episode: low expectations. And Lowered expectations. Maybe that's how we should go see all movies from now on, so they don't seem as bad as. Oh, but as how can I, Chris? Movies. When when I when I see the trailer for Uncut Gems, like my heart starts oh, pumping a million miles an hour. Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> that's a good trailer. So how can I not be excited for that movie? That's a good trailer. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for that movie. Um, that's nah, just marketing. I, I don't know. What do you, what, what do you, what do you, Christine? Should people even give this movie a shot? Should Cats fans give it a shot? Or should they stay away and just listen to the soundtrack at home and, 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 and then look at their own cat? So, <laughs> well, uh, they should adopt a dog. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm with you on that one for sure. Yeah, dog dog people for life. Maybe two, yeah. so they're not only. Yeah, uh, um, uh, rescue dog, rescue shelter, please. Uh, you know, don't, don't, don't. Use that. Oh man! Puppy mills. Speaking, of, puppy speaking mills. of tangents, did, so spay did, new to your pets. What did else can we did you guys there? hear about the uh, uh, the antibacterial resistant shit that they're finding in the puppy mill puppies? There have been like twelve reported. It's some weird uh, strain resistant bacteria that uh, they're finding in puppy mill puppies specifically. Oh, I saw in that. The puppies oh. and puppy stores. I saw that headline. Their puppies may be making you sick. Well, it's it's because they're finding specifically puppies raised in pet stores. In, in pet stores have this well antibacterial we, strain. Obviously, then we need to round up all the puppies and all the pet stores and put them in a barrel and set it on fire. Whoa. Of course. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, course, it's yeah. them or us now, Christine. Yeah, all right, them all the way. It's yeah. them or us. Oh, them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? Dog never wronged me. You know what? I've seen the world around Dogs have never broken dogs, my heart. Dogs never wronged you? No. I know some people who've dogs got wronged by <laughs> Hey, I've been wronged by a dog or two. We, we know. <laughs> not all dogs are created equal. I love dogs. Not all dogs are created equal. Um, yeah, I mean, is your heart broken by this movie? <laughs> um, oh, no, it's not. So I went, I also went in with really low expectations. Because you saw the reviews. I saw know. the reviews. Yeah. Um, but you know, we we grab brunch and we are talking about how difficult is it to change mediums. Yes. So how difficult is it to make a Broadway musical into a movie? Difficult. How difficult is it to go the opposite way? Difficult. Like, how... Apparently, yeah, very, yeah. very difficult. So, and, yeah. and we're seeing it all the time. I mean, we're seeing it between like books and films. I mean, and how, like, many, yes. how, how many how many spiders? Comics, books. Yes. How many Spider Men had to break their legs for that Broadway show? Oh right. my god! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have seen that show. I know. Uh, what a what a legendary disaster. 
Yeah, uh, it's it, so true. It, yeah. just, it just has to be its own thing. Cats yeah. will always be like something that's representational of like the best dancers and singers yeah. in theater. Mm-hmm. And I don't need a McCavity poster to change because I know who he is based on the dancer who's doing the role. Doing the actual yeah. dancing. I just thought we didn't do no dancing in this movie. He can't dance. That's true. So why'd you I cast him? I was about him? to say, he's so, interested in So then why'd you cast him then? Um, like he's, then? He's fucking Black Superman, bro. He is Black Superman. A lot of people like the movie. I still enjoyed that movie. I was fun. Yeah, that was enjoyable. The um, back to the dancing. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is another thing, right? So, yeah, you see something like Cats because you do want to see the dancing. A lot of it's very like ballet. Some of it there's a tap dancing sequence, yep. you yep. know. Um, so they hit a lot of different styles, and uh, you want to see them the the movement and the 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 body. Um, what, what's the word? The the, the the discipline that it takes yes. to do some of those moves is really impressive. But then when you watch it in a movie, it comes with edits. Mm-hmm. So it's cutting back and forth. And in your mind, in your brain, it's not the same thing as being in a room in a stage watching someone do it in front of you. Like, damn, look at that person. Like, move. Look at that person dance. It's supposed to watch it in a movie. And like, yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, and they're, and they're, making up, they're making up for the lack of skills with those wire tricks. So when you see a ballerina actually leap that high, yes. you are your jaw hits the floor. True. But then when they're just like, yoink. Very here, true. Here, James Corden. So Let's just true. yoink you onto this giant trash can. And also, the proportions were way off. Sometimes yes. they're half the size of trash cans, and then they're like ants on the railroad tracks. Yes. I couldn't do it. That railroad track shot bugged oh, me. I was like, how me. small are these cats? Yeah, they're supposed to be small, but you're right. Change That's another in every scene. Yeah, the proportions. I could not. I could not get a mental hold on the actual proportions. Sometimes they like sit next to a bed. I was like, okay, yeah, they're well, they're almost as tall as the bed. Are these beds really low? But then because they're also walking on two legs half yeah. the movie too, and they have hands, people hands. With manicures. Yes. And then and then two cats wear sneakers. Two cats wear sneakers. Okay, cats wear clothing. (laughs) That was another thing. So sometimes cats wear clothes. The tap dancing cat had suspenders and pants. Well, because he works in the train station. So then all the cats are are running around naked? So they're all naked then. Oh, yeah. So they're a bunch of nudie cats? Yes. But then we can't see no genitals. Just like Kermit the Frog? Just fucking running around naked everywhere? No, he has a collar. We've gone over this. He has a collar. He's naked, Chris. He has a flesh-colored collar on. He is naked as a a picture. Pull up a picture of Kermit. (laughs) He's Porky Pig in it with a collar. He's not naked. He's still naked. If okay, I, look, it is weird that. So if, you're calling. I'll tell you this. So, I will say so this. Justin, so, so you're saying if you came out wearing just a necklace, you would be quote unquote clothed. If I came out with like a like a full collar, and only that, I, I wouldn't be naked. Yes, you would. I, I'm not, not, not fully <laughs> naked, partially naked. Just I, like you I and, a, and a dicky. I will say this. I will say this. Maybe Kermit he just comes out in a bow tie. No, Maybe I think Kermit <laughs> just has a he has a freaky. He knows that. You feel more naked if you have <laughs> if, if you have no clothing on, but you're wearing shoes. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Like if you're if you're if you're wearing nothing, it's one thing. But if you're wearing nothing, but you are wearing shoes, you somehow feel more naked. That's what Kermit's doing. So he has on a collar to emphasize the rest of his nakedness. So I think that's what's happening with uh, with these characters and their hats. So we're saying the weird flashers. That's what we're saying. I think you're exhibitionists. Okay. I think you're fully exhibitionists. Okay. You like to writhe yeah. and do a lot of uh, neck rubbing mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole yeah. pheromone swapping yep. type. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Constantly expecting these cats to start kissing and then they just, like, rub their face. Yeah, I, you know, I wanted to kiss in it, obviously. Like, I'm a romantic yeah, at heart. And I'm like, like, give me a damn kiss, 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 kiss. here. Nope. Nope. So nope. come on, uh, uh, Mephiscopheles, whatever your name is. Kiss <laughs> kiss this baby cat already. <laughs> And then go off in the into the moonlight. Um, the clothing was weird. The proportions were weird. The uh, and there was another thing that you brought up. I was like, yes, and it's oh, it's such an odd movie. 
It is. Just some, like, I, the, the special effects in it, it's like, if it's going to be $100 million, make it, it look like $100 million. It should have been people in elaborate yet non-CG costuming. Yep. Camera back, singing, dancing, trying to present it as much as you can as like just a, a very elaborate stage production. Like Les Mis. Like they yes. do a Les Mis where it's just Hugh Jackman running around singing and then the camera's just in his face doing it. Tom Hooper loves his fucking close-ups. And this one was chock full of them. Just oh, oh yeah. their faces were like, sometimes were like floating in the middle of their head. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? I thought oh. Idris Elba was a deep fake the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's in the movie. I think, okay. I think that's his eyes. The no, green eyes. I don't think that, was, I don't so think that was his body. You don't even think that was him? No. When he is staying there, he's mostly wearing a coat. The one yeah. where, he, where he's, where he's naked? Yeah. yeah, when he's naked, that, that's not that, Idris Elba that, naked. Yeah, that does look like, uh, like Robert Downey Jr. head on an Iron Man body yes. type of thing. Like, yeah, that looks weirdly yeah. fake. Um, they, maybe they should have spent the three hundred million dollars. They should have yes. spent the other two hundred million. Fuck the profits. Who cares about profits? Well, obviously not them. Make something, <laughs> <laughs> make something look good. Make it look good for crying out loud. Um, oh, did you hear about the patch that they released? This was the director, Tom Hooper's his idea. They, the movie came out on Thursday night, technically. Okay. I think yesterday, Saturday, uh, they had theaters, or they gave theaters the option, like, oh, he, here's an updated version of the movie with updated effects. What? No. Yeah, because the effects weren't, they weren't done. They, oh. they, didn't, they never finished So, which effects. version did you see? Well, I mean, it was, exactly. it's Sunday, so we must have seen... Uh, that depends if the theater downloaded or not. Is it the software update version? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if we got Cats 1.0 or 2.0 or, or 1.5 or yeah. whatever. I have no idea, but yeah. Maybe a Cats 1.11 for work groups. That's really say fucking patch for... Yes. Wow. <laughs> God. Isn't that incredible? What a, what a, uh, a treat. <laughs> we got to see this. I, I, I dare say we were probably the youngest people in the theater. You know what? I didn't look around, but I, yes, that's yes, the we first were. Thing, that's yes. the oh, first I'm, thing so, I looked I'm so used yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, Drew and I. At are, this point in time, <laughs> there have been movies. We've been doing that for years, actually. <laughs> me and, no, I, I can remember in college, me and Chris walking into movies being like, oh, well, okay, so we're like What's a up quarter your, of the age of everybody else in this yeah. room. What's up, you blue hairs? <laughs> like, we're here for a Claire Denis film as well, motherfuckers. <laughs> you yeah, bitch. Darden Brothers, son. Uh, Jean-Luc, bro. Um, yeah, that's us. Also, on the flip side, we've uh, the, been like, oh, we are the old guys with oh. no kids. In oh, this I'm show pretty the sure, Lego, Lego Movie Yeah, two. I'm pretty sure when we went to saw both Lego Movie and Lego Movie 2, we were like, man, we're even older than most of these parents. Look at this yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> And like I sit down, and then a family comes in, and like their children sit next to me. Like, what's, what's up? Kid? How's ready, it going? You ready for the Spider Man? <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> this is gonna be dope. This is gonna be dope as fuck, kid. Um, yeah, we're funny like that. We're idiots. Um, so cats. Uh, yeah. I want you to go see it. I. They need the help. I think so. Yeah, I, obviously. I, I I think there's an audience out there for it. Um, I think if you do. If if you are into musicals, the music is still the same. The arrangements are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going. there's about five seconds of trap that Rebel Wilson dances to. Yeah, and then yeah. she literally meow disappears. Okay. Yeah, uh, in McKellen's meows or yo McKellen, I did not need to see McKellen act like a cat. I did not need to see he does, that. He, he, there is literally a line that he just goes meow meow meow. He does. <laughs> it's bad. And then and then wow. one scene where a character walks down on him and he's just like leaning over a bowl. Like he's lapping like, it, like an old man lapping up a bowl, but but it's like shelf height, so he doesn't have to bend over. Man, I would I would love to see the Yo. green screen footage of that. Just old ass Ian McKellen, just like, <laughs> he's not green screen. It's like he's on a set, 
Um, the song he sings is fine, obviously, because yeah. again, the music is it's it's fine. It's Broadway music, but yeah, I did not need to see him act like. A kid. I would say just treat it like if uh, the difference between the book and the movie, right? The book's always going to be better. So, the, in theory, yes. Yeah. Again, it's about switching mediums yeah. and all that. One hundred percent, one hundred p. Uh, but some movies are better than the books. I mean, I'm looking at you, diehard. <laughs> Have you read Nothing Lasts Forever? It's a fine book. It's, no. a, it's a good little pulpy novel, but the movie is so much better. Um, Drew, go see Cats. No. You're wearing a cat shirt. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's that, not, is, I mean, that is macavity. There happens to be a cat on my shirt. This is not a quote-unquote cat's listen, shirt. Listen, Drew Cavity, you go see Cats. <laughs> no. No, I will and not. You, and you report back to us. Uh, no. And you tell us... Exactly at what point in the movie you came. <laughs> that's what, that's no. what America wants to know. Nope. For, for me, it was when Rebel Wilson, uh, uh, for a long time, scratched her inner thighs with her legs spread mm-hmm. wide while other cats watched. Yeah, Rebel Wilson spread eagle. This was a thing in the movie that yeah. happened. <laughs> early on, yes, I yeah. came early. <laughs> like 15, All right. minutes, 15 minutes in. Legs spread, scratching her thighs. Oh, and then she, uh, there's also a shot of a camera. The camera goes through some cockroach legs uh, that's on top of a cake, and then it focuses on her, and then she eats a cockroach. She's a delight. That's not weird. One of, like, five cockroaches that she eats. That doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? No. Okay. Okay. Children mice? Ch- children, children mice? Oh, yeah, the little kid mice? That was... Yeah. That, that, when, when people say, oh, my eyes, that's what they're referring to. Okay. Children mice. Gotcha. And, and Rebel Wilson eating uh, cockroach ladies. Okay. Were they all ladies? They're all ladies. That's all weird. all That's cockroach weird. ladies. That's weird, right? They were like the Rockettes. Yo, I've seen the Rockettes. None of them look like cockroaches. <laughs> Those poor Rockettes. I've seen them twice. Uh, Radio City Music Hall. Christmas show. You ever see that Christmas show? You ever see a Christmas yeah. show? Nope. Yeah, it's a good yeah. show. It's a fun show. You ever they saw always perform on the uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. They do always drag those old ladies out and make them do the kicks and the, those poor broads. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll probably do a, a long first half and a short second half. So uh, that was cats. Yeah, we, yeah was, that I, was. Cats. I'm really, look, I'm really proud that you came. Oh hell yeah! I'm glad you gave it a chance. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. Yeah, we did it. You're allowed to hate the movie. Thank you. I, I you know yeah. what? I, it's hard for me to hate a movie, uh, just because it's uh, it, it really comes down to messaging more than anything. And there's nothing about this movie that I feel like it's offensive or dangerous or they're not pushing any bad ideas outside of cats over dogs. Um, for sure, dogs over cats. Absolutely. But it's like, I don't know, there's nothing there for me to hate. Yeah, it, it was it was fine. It's it's what it is. Yeah. It's a weird fucking movie. Is it good? No. Uh, will it be featured in our Worst of 2019 episode this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do I hate it? No. I ain't got got time to hate movies. The last movie I I legit hated, I think, was the Entourage movie. What was that, like four years ago? Oh, God, yeah. It was just, man, that... That shit shit did not age well. Yo, it was the most (laughs) deaf, like, garbage movie ever. To this day, I can still rant about that thing (laughs) for an hour. But we don't have time for that. Because we got to talk about Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Huge movie. Should have made about $190 million this weekend, Drew. Can you look it up for me? Made, I believe... Did it crack two hundo? On just under that. Just under two hundo. Yeah, it was looking. It was. It was tracking uh, at just under one seventy five five for the full weekend. Yeah, Ooh. but that's just North America. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking domestic box office. Yeah, domestic one seventy five five, international one ninety eight, total three seventy three. One seventy five five is even lower than their 
soft expectations of 195 only in the world of Star Wars and Disney. Is $200 million a failure? Not even a failure, but disappointing in any way. But The Force Awakens opened to $245 million. Biggest opening weekend of all time. We're talking about just three days. Last Jedi, 220. Still amazing. One down. Mm-hmm. Now, Rise of Skywalker, 175. That's amazing. Well, here, here well, that's a that's a big here we drop go, now Chris. from I mean, the last one. Yes, it is a big drop, but with Christmas being in the middle of the week, people might just be waiting until their Christmas break yeah. to go see this movie. The other two movies came out at Christmas as well. Oh, did they? They yeah. did. Okay. They came out the week before Christmas. Well, it's as well. fine, Chris. This movie was garbage. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Scott, get those tweets ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, people are going to be tweeting up a storm at me. Let's talk about it. Well, here's the thing. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's like right around the 50% 57. Yeah, so it's for sure one of these. It's dividing people. I talked to someone, before I saw the movie, I talked to someone who went with his whole family and like like six people total, family and other people. And he was like, I said, what did you think of it? He didn't tell me what he thought. He said, well... My wife liked it. My kids thought it was okay. A friend of mine thought it was the best Star Wars of all of them. And then he stopped. And I looked at him. <laughs> and I was like, you hated it, didn't you? And he's like, I don't want to like color your expectations. <laughs> I was just like, bro, just tell me you hate it. And he was like, he, t- he paused. Yeah. And he was like, I hated it. <laughs> and I was like, I, I could tell no. by the way you're talking about uh-huh. it. I know you don't like no. it. But he didn't really give me any deets, though. No. Just because I, I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. We'll talk about it when I see him this week. Um... So my expectations were very low going to it. Also, the marketing did nothing for me. No. Did the marketing do anything for you? Uh, I have a huge crush on Kylo Ren, so yes. Understandable. Yes. All right. Everybody loves Adam Driver. Adam Driver's fantastic. He's having a year. He's mm-hmm. having a moment. Women want to climb him like a tree, like an eight-foot tree. Oh, yeah. yes. I want, yeah, I want to, I want to, I'll go to the I want to side. rappel down like a Jewish mountain of hunkiness. <laughs> That's what he is, for sure. Just don't try to show him any of his movies, or he'll walk out on you. <laughs> oh, really? That, he doesn't uh, watch yes. his own movies? A, a, a parent, a, so, yeah. I haven't heard this. So he doesn't like to watch himself. He's one of these guys? He, he, like, he, he's fine while he's working, yeah. but after the fact, like he... It's because he's heavily critical of himself. Sure. So he he always wants to change something or do this or do that. Or it's like, you know, I really wish they would have taken another take or this, uh, that, the other. That's so he's so heavily critical mm-hmm. of himself yeah, yeah, that yeah. he does he does the work. What everybody whatever whatever everybody else thinks is fine. Yeah. He's done. He can't go back and change it, so he's not gonna torture I himself. I actually find it more I don't know if it's weird. I understand that mentality more than the people who do like would rewatch their stuff, you know. Uh, I remember hearing recently Macaulay Culkin does the thing where if he's like dating the girl and Home Alone's on TV, he'll feign like, "Oh shit, Home Alone is on," and then the girl like, "Oh, I want to no. watch it." I'm like, "Okay, fine, we'll watch it." No. You know, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's oh, like, that's crazy. Yeah, he's a weirdo, man. Macaulay Culkin's a weirdo. Um, I, I do find it weird when people like sit down, and, like rewatch your own stuff, and yeah. but but then again, I've listened to my own podcast, but then I do it critically to be like, "Oh, that could have been better." Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Let me cut that out and save it. Um. That's funny. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, well, he'll never see this movie. Maybe that's good. <laughs> I Let's talk about what we liked about this movie. All right? Because I do like to do that. I like to try to break it up into likes, dislikes. Let's do a round table of likes. And based on mood, I want to start with Drew Sikogren. <laughs> I want to know what you liked about it. Because <laughs> I do have a list. I do have in my mind a list of things like for sure, without reservations, uh, enjoyed. Th- the lightsaber battles were fun. I'm not gonna let you. Yeah, can't, sure. and, and you know, seriously, you found good uh, ways to shoot them. It looked good. The uh, the prequels were on TV mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and I watched bits and pieces of those. Mm-hmm. And 
the lightsaber bad like everything that has to do with the Jedi except for Anakin Skywalker in those yeah. movies are a lot of fun. Everything else is garbage. Interesting. So the, uh, it, this movie felt a lot like that too, where all the stuff with the lightsabers were fun. Yeah, and that was about it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Damn. That's about it. All right. Let me see. Let's see if we can convince you about a couple other things. What did you like for that, Christine? Um, it was a nice. Oh, also, like, real quick. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. I, want, I wanted to yes. say this before. Uh, for people who may be freaking out, they may have already shut it off or fast forwarded. No spoilers. Nope. No plot deets. Nah. Nope. We're not going to talk about cameos. Mm-mm. This nope. is our spoiler free nah. review, <laughs> but we're still going to go kind of deep on our feelings. Right? Nah. Yeah. Go for um, it. I, it's uh, there was a point in my life where I thought I would never see another Star Wars movie. Right? Sure, like, there's yeah. there there was the sadness. Sure. So seeing this story have a culmination as an adult of something that's been in my life for. Right, thirty years. Like there, it, there is something satisfying about yeah, that. It, yeah, it, it hit all of the, like the right notes for me personally mm-hmm. okay. as, a, as a person who loves this franchise. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 hinted at things and reminded me of like how I felt when I first watched you know a, a Star Wars film. So mm-hmm. there, of course, every lightsaber battle is amazing. The sound that they make. Yeah, just, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the effects I think were fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects look great. The design looked oh, great. It looked yeah. cool. the, the, the the little dude who was definitely a puppet, Babu Freak, the little puppet man. Yeah. Babu he was Freak. awesome. Babu Freak. <laughs> Babu Freak. I was like, I was like, so this is what. And even actually, you know what? Too the uh, so the lady from the first one who was all CG the first time with the small eyes and the big glasses, Maz mm-hmm. Maz Kanata. In this Ma- one, yeah. in this one, she was real. Really, I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to that. That much. was, I was just fucking like, oh. prost. That was a goddamn puppet. Uh, a puppet. It looked amazing. Probably caused I had to do less, right? It was just that one scene where yep. it was like sort of mm-hmm. a round table scene mm-hmm. and just had to say some stuff. But that was a puppet and that looked amazing. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll give that to them. Too. I do like the 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 attention being paid to animatronics and puppetry yes. again yeah. in the in the ILM world in the Star Wars world for sure. Because for the longest time they've been doing CG work and it's not good. That was Lucas. No. Lucas was all about. Great story about, um, so Lucas is between episodes one and two when he goes and visits Martin Scorsese on the set of Gangs of New York. Mm -hmm. And Gangs of New York, it's a set. He rebuilt like a section of New York City, you know, like the five points and all that. So Lucas is standing there with Scorsese and they're looking at the center and there's all this shit. And Lucas goes to Martin and he goes, you know, you can do all this with computers now, right? <laughs> I try to convince him like, this is the bad, this is the old way of doing this. We can do this in a more effective way. Meanwhile, go back now. What movie looks better? Yeah. Gangs of New York or any of those, the the Star Wars? Dr- I mean, because it's like they did it. They yeah. were saying they were just fucking, Daniel Day-Lewis is covered in mud being a psycho. It's great. Um, yeah, practical effects are fantastic, but the set design is beautiful. You can take any still from that movie, and it is yes. gorgeous. Yes. You know what I thought was super cool looking? The design of, and it's right at the top, and then we go back there. The design of the, what is it? That secret Sith world. Oh, yes. Oh. That, 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 that yes. they use the Wayfinder. They use the MacGuffin, the MacGuffin, mm-hmm. to find the MacGuffin, Guffin. to get to the MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Yeah. Fucking J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I don't like J.J. Abrams movies. I mean, I, I just don't. It's. I mean, I like them enough. Force Awakens is fine. This is like whatever. Star Trek, the first one's fine. I will say this. I will say this. It's true. Would you like more? This or uh, Star Trek Into Darkness? Ooh. I'll let you think about that for a minute. So I like the I like the design of the Sith world, the like darkness wh- of it, the the lightning. 
That's like a question of like which piece of shit is more brown. <laughs> Yo, not more brown, more nutritious and delicious. <laughs> yeah, on that scale of what, one to seven? On, what, what on, is scale, it? on scale of one to banana. Oh, nutrition. You see, now, the, really, the only thing I'm just weighing practical effects to uh, the Enterprise surfing on stars. That's the third one. Oh, uh, well, then this definitely. Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Over. Yeah, Into Darkness yeah. is the uh, the bad con reveal. Oh, yeah, no, that movie was just bad. Yeah, it's just bad, right? It is bad. But it's J.J. Abrams, which is why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Um, I like the, 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 the Sith Lord stuff. I like the, um, the designs of that stuff. I like the... The God. designs of the new world the, that the, we visited. The Knights of Ren were so lame. They looked cooler in Force Awakens, didn't they? They were didn't they look cooler so in Force Awakens? Seriously, they looked like a trashy 80s biker gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill has a tweet. It's like, oh, really, dudes? It's like, oh, God. For, like, you guys are supposed to be badasses, and I do not buy it at all. I'm going I'm to look it up. So we got our homie, uh, our New York City senior correspondent, horror film aficionado, uh, Billy D. He's on Twitter, at I Love Blood. Uh, his pinned tweet, for example, is Mad Max Fury Road, greatest movie of all time, or greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, let me, let me see. Okay, here's his review of uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker for his Crestful Hundo. The Last Jedi was better. This was fine. Okay. Good to see the bikers from Mandy getting to work. Ah, <laughs> yes! They were! The Knights, oh, the Knights of Ren were just the bikers from Mandy. Yeah. The bikers from Mandy were so much cooler than the Knights of Ren. Yeah, because they were on acid, though. Whatever the fuck weird acid that was. They were on that gray. <laughs> that, gel goo. Acid, that goo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill makes me laugh so much. Um, it's funny, even bringing in the Knights of Ren, it's so. So I guess we should just bring up the whole idea of how this one seems to be a correction from The Last Jedi. Dude, that's yes. right? all it's it like, was. It's like all the things that people said they didn't like about the mm-hmm. last one. So he fixes his mask. He, uh... <laughs> God. We, the whole thing where we're, we're not going to give details. Seriously, the, no details, but the whole thing where he's like, in the last one, he's like, Ray, your parents are no one. Yeah. this one, like, oh, actually... No, dude, you know, seriously. That, was a that That whole thing, super lame. Uh, you and think the whole thing was super lame or just the... The, the, the reversal of it. I thought the reversal was lame, but the actual details of it, I was fine with. It, you didn't like the details you know what? of it? For some reason, it, it reminded me of like a sloppy watchman. Interesting. Where like they were trying to pull and like make these threads yeah. and like make yeah, yeah, it like sure, an sure. intertwining story yeah. and just fucking fail. You thought it failed? Alright, how about you? Like, you I, this don't... movie did not pull on a single heartstring that I had. Oh. Well but but okay, but then to be fair though, to be fair, going into it, you're like, I'm glad this is the last Skywalker oh, God, movie. I'm, I'm so done with Star Wars. Oh well, I'm so I'm just I'm so just done with the co- Skywalker clan. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, so yes. you're coming at so you're to be fair that you're coming at it from a different perspective yes. then so you're just got, got to be over with yes um no details you know what we're talking about right mm-hmm. the whole the mm-hmm. reversal yep, and the yep, reveal yep. and stuff I, I watched it opening night are you fine with the with the way they made those plot threads tied together or you know it all ties or, 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 it just it, 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 they shoved two movies in one it felt that's that's all it was it felt like it was it just it felt like a retcon it is a re- it is a red con. The whole movie, it, it, you know what? Seriously, you are, you are it, both right. It, it does feel like a red con, and it does feel like two two movies it, in one. It feels like they right. made so the f- episodes what seven no four five and six New Hope, New Hope through Return of Jedi. Those three, like there was an arc there, and the because way that it Lucas, went, Lucas with his. Uh, 
at the time wife yes. Gail Ann Hurd, I think her name is, and um, and the producer who left after the second one. God, I can't remember his name. Those are like the real geniuses. Yes. Star Wars, no one knows about. Um, they knew. Yeah, they had a map. Same thing with the prequel trilogy. Even if you don't like them, at least there was a map. Yes, there is an arc in the story. This one does feel so. Like- it feels like in this one, like they instead of doing it, in, it, it feels like they had half of one and two in the first movie. Mm-hmm. The first movie was, was oh, a mixture. Oh, yeah, the first one was a, uh, was a mix of A New Hope and Empire. Exactly. And yeah. then we've got The Last Jedi, which they've retconned now, so it's like that movie doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the last half of, of Empire and mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi squished into this one, movie. Uh, the, the, the observation that's multiple movies in one, I feel that. Yeah. Because I feel like um, for this movie, so it's partially, it's mostly been Ray's journey. Through, through these three movies, right? There's other characters, obviously, but she's the central character. I feel like in this one, she had a journey that felt a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she, was, she was coming to crossroads of having to make decisions where it was like, but there's no... Nothing there. There's no lead up <laughs> to this decision. Like, why are you even contemplating this? Like, this should be cut and dry at this point. Um, so it does feel like there are things missing in there for sure, uh, and I think it's because it's the thing where we we're gonna have different people making all these movies, and there isn't a cohesive. Yeah. Because uh, apparently, up until shooting this movie, they were rewriting it. Um, there was no like set in stone. When they did episode seven, they weren't like this is where episode nine is gonna end up. And when they did episode nine, they're like we they were, we were for sure rewriting things uh, up until production, which is not Lucasfilm's go-to method they, yeah. they like to have everything set in stone and then they want that stone followed that's why Lord Miller got fired from mm-hmm. Solo yeah. because they they, they were like, going crazy with they it. were trying to improv it and then Kathleen Kelly's sitting back there like you you turning Han Solo into Ace Ventura <laughs> Get, and, and now I'm like I wish I seen that yeah, I would rather have seen that yeah. instead of what we got this, yeah. uh, anyway. um, Han Solo space pet detective it, it, suffers, <laughs> it suffers the same thing as like the last season of Game of Thrones mm. do I have issues with how it ended no how they got there I have issues with because they just didn't let things soak enough. Yeah. Yeah. so that's what it is it's just like am I happy with the movie yes I get a Star Wars movie and I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it mm-hmm. um, but there are things that I could easily pick up and, and I know they did reshoots too to try to fix things that did not not, not uh, a surprise well. not yeah. a surprise um, Rogue One they shot reshot 40% of that movie so it's not a surprise that they would go back to they would make it watch it be like this doesn't work let's go back and spend a lot of money to fix it um, I thought all the acting was fine I liked everyone in it I liked Boyega I liked Isaac oh um, Carrie Fisher. We got to talk about Carrie oh, Fisher. Yeah. So I mean, obviously she died before uh, the last one even came out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they had a decent amount of footage of her mm-hmm. um, that they didn't use. So they reused that to complete the story because the intention was for this movie to be a Leia movie anyway. Yeah. The last one was a Luke movie. This is gonna be a Leia movie. Apparently, this is kind of heartbreaking. Carrie Fisher was going around Last Jedi, but like, I can't wait for the next one. Next one's gonna be my movie. I'm gonna fucking crush it. She was super pumped. And then she, and then she got on an airplane. I was like, let me bring this coke with me. In this <laughs> oh, she, she like really? She liked the party. She liked the party. Her and Debbie Reynolds, like within Dick. That was on. crazy. That was fucking. Uh, what? What's on. her name? Billy Lord must have been. Oh, what a week Ugh. for her. Um, but yo, Carrie Fisher lived a hard life. <laughs> she liked the party. Drew. She liked the party. Mm-hmm. Um, between being a fucking in-demand script doctor, did you know that? 
Did you know that? No. She was one of the hottest script doctors in Hollywood throughout the 80s and 90s. Part of the reason why you didn't see her do much acting or, quote, working... Because she was writing. Because she was getting paid tons of money to fix shitty scripts for years. Um, Apparently, she was a genius. Um... But in this movie, you can tell it's like, this is a weird performance that we're like, it's a, a Paul Walker-ish. We're working around with what we have. Mm-hmm. People are talking to her and she's not responding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, she's in the scene, but she ain't talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of her just not speaking. And then people not, they're looking at her, but like, they're uh... not. No, like they're looking at her, but it's like they're looking past her in a way. Because she's not there. They're not shooting the scene together. It's weird. Looking. It's still heartbreaking. It was bothering. Yeah, it sucks. Cause then it just—it's like, um, what was the movie? The Hunger Games. Where I went and saw the last Hunger Games movie. That came out within six months of yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman passing away, mm-hmm. and I forgot he was even in those movies. So within the first five minutes, he pops up because he had shot some stuff, and he pops up and he's acting, he's talking. I got yoked out of that movie. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, PSA Joe, I forgot. I don't know he's dead. And then I was just sad for like 10 minutes thinking about all the, the Philip Seymour Hoffman performances we will never see now. Uh, God, rest, rest in peace. Oh. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Um, Where's the rabbit foot? rabbit's foot, Ethan? The rabbit's foot. Where's the rabbit's foot? Fucking J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Fucking J.J. Abrams. Where's the rabbit's foot? What does it do? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It's a MacGuffin. <laughs> We understand MacGuffins. Then the rest of the movie has to be good, too. Uh, actually, Mission Impossible 3 is fine. Do you like the Mission Impossible movies? Yeah, I love them. They're yeah. fantastic. I, I... They're, they're, they're fun. <laughs> so, they're, so... they're fun. They are meant to be fun, and I could never be a spy. Also, why... Oh, I, no, I can never be a spy either. Why be a spy and then be super famous? That's a weird thing. Everyone knows who Ethan Hunt is. Just like everyone yeah. knows who James Bond is. Exactly. <laughs> you failed at your point. The job. famous James Bond. Like, oh, I blew my job on this one. No, supposed to surveil this man. Um, Mission Impossible 2 is not a good movie. It's fun. It's, like, it's, 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 it's a John Woo it's, movie, yeah, too. It's, it's a fun it's, I like, think look. I think it's a bummer. Um, and then the third one is a TV movie. JJ Because it's J.J. Abrams' first movie, mm-hmm. his first feature length film. And it looks like a TV movie. Everything's close up. Uh, sh- everything's like shot for um, everything's centered like there's no you know how Mr. Robot looks like a movie because mm-hmm. he uses so much crazy no. framing Mission Impossible 3 is the opposite of that it's like it's like alias the movie um, and then he fixed it right away he he saw the criticisms and then with the Star Trek movie that was his next one uh, it opens with like amazing wide shots and it looks great a lot of first time directors do that Ben Affleck did that on Gone Baby Gone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a wide shot until like the last two minutes of the movie. Everything is close-ups. Like, what is this, a PBS special? You're making a movie, Ben Affleck. He learned his lesson. He knows what he's doing now. Um, Star Wars. Rise did, of Skywalker. Did you say Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben Affleck. Well, sorry about Gone Baby Gone. Oh, Casey Affleck? He's directing now as well. Yeah. yeah. No, Ben Affleck directed. Okay. He directed Gone Baby Gone. Casey Affleck was in it. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his first. Did you see about comedy? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's fucking crazy. We, we talked about Casey Affleck earlier too, and he's just another. Yeah, it's not very problematic. Oh, Casey, great actor, but oh, I don't know if I want to talk to him. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be in a room with that guy. Um, what did you uh, like about it? The designs of it. I like the 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 the, the looks. I like the again, like you said, I like the 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 action. The fighting looked good. The dog fighting was fine. Babu Frick is great. Mm-hmm. Um. But then they use them just a slightly bit too much. 
And again, I don't want to say, I told you guys off mic. I told you both off mic what bothered me about the, the, the final use of Babu Frick. And it was just so like, oh, why? That's so stupid. Um, when it's all, it, it didn't necessarily pull on heartstrings for me. I Again, like, you know, everyone in this room, we're of all the same age where we grew up watching Star Wars. And uh, it's hard for me to watch these movies and not just automatically feel emotions tied to, to the storylines anyway. So I got it all. There's that one cameo that pops up that I felt it. I felt that good cameo. Did you not like it? When, oh, when, when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is good stuff. It's It thematically ties into everything. And it also, I liked that it was a surprise. I didn't expect it. And then it was short, and then it was over. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't come back. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So it, I thought, I like actually like that part. Um, but when it was all over, like, there's a moment where... Our new characters are sort of like, they're like hugging. It's like, oh, this is all sort of, you know. And I was like, I didn't feel anything for the new characters. It's three movies by now. I should feel more for Poe Dameron. I should feel more for Finn. And I should feel more for Rey. And I don't. I don't feel enough for these three characters. I feel like, I don't know what happened over the three movies, but they didn't get the um, the attention, I guess, that they would have deserved as main characters of a film. Well, I mean, I don't think they actually placed together like their stories for us to feel anything for them. They didn't like really, yeah. e- everything that was set forth. Like in the first one, yeah. everyone was like, okay, so Poe and John Boyega are totally just going to like make out. No, like, that never happened. Like, <laughs> like, like the next minute. And now in, they had such great chemistry. And now in this movie, all of a sudden they both have quote unquote love interests that come out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. They have, they have love interests that make no sense. And, and then they're also bickering with each other the whole yeah, time. It's just, it, I just wanted it was them to kiss. Poor yes, they should. Yeah. They should. I chanted it. I was like, kiss, yeah, they, they kiss. needed. And, and you know, they had, I, to, they had to get a room. I would find with it because I actually felt that between them from the first movie. <laughs> yeah, but then the second movie they were separate the whole time. Yep. yep. And then the third one they're just arguing the whole time. Yeah, I feel like they blew out of that stuff. So um, I mean, they had some opportunities to do some really cool and fun things with yeah. this franchise, and they th- and they, they really throw on them. Yeah, um, they crapped out, and and you know what? I think it was. The, of the three new ones, the only one that I actually enjoyed was the last one, and it was the, the Last Jedi. That's the one that nobody else likes. Not that no one else likes it. Last Jedi has its fans for sure, um, but there is a very vocal, very loud vocal contingent of people who don't like the Last Jedi. And it it feels like that l- very loud, very vocal crowd they had a big they had has outsized an it, outsized uh, influence. It, on, it seems yeah. like they specifically wrote this movie for, for them, them and yeah. to make them happy. And then I bet you even they aren't happy either. I bet you because so, you can't make those people happy. Fuck making those people happy. You just gotta make your stories and be true to the story. Um, all right, we need to wrap up the first half. I said it was gonna be a long first half. It is a long first half. We need to wrap it up. So let's wrap up our Star Wars talk here real quick. I will say this. And we'll talk about it a little bit in the second half. Um, I saw Rise of Skywalker. Got out of the theater. I was like, yeah. Feeling very, personally just feeling very wishy-washy on it. Didn't hate it. I went into it with very low expectations, so I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I, halfway through the movie, I was like, is this thing supposed to get worse? Because it's not hateable. It's not terrible. Um, I'm not, like, over the moon for it, but I'm also not, like, dreading this. Um, I will say this. I didn't went home. And I watched... The last episode of The Mandalorian, episode seven. Episode six of The Mandalorian, last week's one with Bill Burr, my least favorite of mm-hmm. the series. Oh, so agreed. Yeah, yeah, my least absolutely. favorite. It was the weakest. Um, as I was watching episode seven, multiple times I was like, oh. No, exactly. Like, oh. like, <laughs> watching this, the, is, this is so good. See, that's just it. Like, watching The Mandalorian, it's like, 
Good stories can be written in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Why aren't they doing it? Uh, maybe because they feel so beholden to all the uh, to the, all the plot threads that they want to tell. Whereas with this, what Mandalorian, we can talk about more specifically in a minute. As the episode was happening, I was like, multiple times, I was like, that's a surprise. I didn't expect that to happen. Like, I am into this episode. And then when it was over... And then the cameo at the very end? The cameo at the end. And then, episode, and then for the next episode, I was like, I can't wait for episode eight. I can't wait. I think it's the last episode, right? It's the they're, last yeah. episode, they're yeah. doing eight episodes. But they're skipping this week, so... It'll in be uh, after, uh-huh. after Christmas. So, yeah, after Christmas. Uh, the 27th. Interest. So Friday, so they're just going back to... Yep. So then why did they release the, this one on a Wednesday? For the movie. Exactly. Because Star because Star Wars the, came out Thursday. On, Crespo. Thank you. Okay. Really? Thank Seriously, you, you okay. didn't get that? No, I didn't pick up on that at all. Really? And there, there was is... a sneak peek after the episode into the very first scene of the movie. Oh, as soon as the episode yeah. ends, I should. That no, show. it said stick around. Like they promoted it, and they said stick around after the show, and, it and they basically you... they, they, they basically showed <laughs> the opening uh, scene. They, they showed the scene. Uh, the, the, it, the, is, uh, it is the it was the opening yeah. Millennium Falcon scene <laughs> from the movie. They show it. Yeah, I did not see that at all. Uh, I thought it was because in that episode they introduced a bit of force powers mm-hmm. that has sort of been un- not really explored in mm-hmm. Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. And then that bit of force powering in was this one very, very heavily. heavily. Oh yeah, in, in this movie, yeah. they're just like, oh shit, we can do this. Um, let's take a break. Let's do it. Let's take a break. Uh, let's gather our senses. I need a refill my, my drink here. And I guess Jumanji you was probably, okay. You probably, no, no, I'm going to ask you about that in the second half. Are there uh, sexy cats in it? No, no, oh. wait. We're gonna find out in the second half. All right. Oh, can't I know, wait. I know there's sexy ostriches, but I want to know about the sexy cats in Jumanji. So we'll talk about that in the second half, uh, as well as uh, the rest of our media diets. Anything we're gonna talk about the Mandalorian. I want to talk about that bot. Um, I'm starting to catch up on, on his dark materials, so we can talk a little bit about that, and then we'll see where we're going with the last 30 minutes of the show. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Take a break. Christmas is treating you well. I've been crazy busy these last few weeks with shoots and parties and shows. And here I thought this foul year would go out with a whimper. Now I'm on Christmas break and in full-on holiday vacation mode. Caught the new Star War and found it to be pretty okay. As a standalone thing, it's fine. My issue with this trilogy is a lack of tonal consistency. I spent so much of this film backpedaling on all the interesting decisions made in The Last Jedi the rest of it they spent servicing the angry fans. Some of the dialogue from this movie hit my ears like an angry forum post from a jilted nerd and not a character in a galaxy far, far away. I liked some of the set pieces and thought some of the others were dumb. This is just an okay movie. It's not the worst Star Wars movie. It might be the dumbest one. But yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. It's over now. I guess everyone can just sit back and wait to be outraged when they reboot it in five years. One thing I saw recently that I loved, though, was The Headhunter. This movie was so metal. It's about a Scottish monster slayer in the Middle Ages. It's basically Dark Souls the movie. It was so grim and weirdly funny. I loved it. 
This man basically hunts monsters in the forest around his home, all while preparing for the return of the monster that killed his daughter. So unexpected and original. Great Shutter exclusive. Well, I gotta go bake some cookies and do some shopping. Stay cool, Billy D. Yes, 363 of Cinema Crespo so continues. Juicy Cogburn. How you doing? doing? Christine Lopez. Hello. Christine, right eye Lopez. <laughs> As opposed to left eye? Come left eye got taken. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, it's freedom now. Oh, Ayo! Rest in power. No, rise in power. Yeah. Left eye. Lopez. Can we call it a sick burn? Is that, is Ooh, that, yeah. and you know what? With you know that what? one too, that, that that's it's like a, a little extra level too, because yeah. she burned down her husband's house one day. Yes, <laughs> you're gonna need some salve for that <laughs> sick burn. You don't know black music. You never understood black music. You couldn't handle black music. All right, so let's get the plugs out of the way. Just a cog where people find you online. Where at Antara four one nine. All of the internet, except for Twitter, at Drew Cogburn. It's not me, but they do a great fucking job. They're very good Twitterer, whoever that person is. We appreciate it. That person's also a Patreon at patreon.com slash So Sign up for our Patreon, please. We're doing our worst of episode this week. Our best of episode the following week. And then I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, look at this beautiful stuff that my Twitter page puts out. <laughs> Big old middle finger. Yeah, see? Aww. It's not me, but somebody likes me. It's not you, but it might as well be. Ah, seriously. That's engagement. It's close enough. Yeah, it's some sort of engagement. <laughs> so, I have somebody that I don't know running my Twitter account. It's more work than he actually did, so shit. It's good for the show. Um, Email the show, cinemacrespediso at gmail.com. We'll read it. We didn't get any emails this week, so that's fine. Christy, where can people find you online? Ooh, at Feed Me Orlando. Yes, food stuff. Woo, woo. Uh, I don't know. What's the ray horn? Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Air horn, law and order, same thing. <laughs> I would, you know, that would be really crazy if, like, in the middle of, like, some hard-ass reggae songs, people would start going, dun-dun! Oh, it's just going to be the next trailer. Actually, that would be, yeah, it would just yeah, be. Yeah, just the gun-gun. It would just be the new trailer sound. Yep. Uh, ooh, I'm going to write down trailers, because I want to talk about trailers for a second. Um, Feed Me Orlando, that's mm-hmm. your Instagram account, just on yes. Instagram, yeah, right? just on Instagram, that's keeping your, it simple. That's your foodie Instagram account, see it cool is. food pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a cool uh, food spot that you've gotten to recently you want to tell people about? Oh, definitely. Uh, Cadence has opened up their bar menu. Ooh. So Cadence typically would just have an omakase. It's, you know, a couple hundred dollars to go there. Mm-hmm. But now it's super accessible. Uh, so walk-in lunches from 12 to 2 and then bar menu from 5 to 9 Ooh. with ramen and just like duck sashimi and what? really delicious. It's fantastic. Sure, you want to get some duck? Yeah, but I'm not sure if I'm going to spend that kind of money. Oh, it's much cheaper. It's much cheaper. That's yeah. what she's saying. Well, then, perhaps. That's what she's saying. No, yeah. it's actually... Fantastic. Love that. They open it up to the, to the plebs like us. Yep, and they're selling desserts, so I picked up a couple of cakes from oh, them for, for Christmas. Yo, you brought yeah. us some snack cakes from, from the Glass Knife at oh, Winter Park. Full of sugar. Drew took one bite and his foot fell off. Seriously, I could feel the sugar just like melting into my body. Like in every part of my mouth meanwhile i ate my cake in like four bites it yep. was so good it was so good it has vanilla bean flecks in the cream drusa cogburn 
and way too much sugar. Oh, so good. No, no, no such thing. I more mean, is more, like Guy Fieri says. More is more. And Guy Fieri is very successful, so yes. I ain't gonna uh, uh, shit talk <laughs> him at this point. Um, I will. He's garbage. Ooh, take whoa, that. Well, no, no, we're not garbage. Trash can, trash can. He's trash can. No garbage. It's not garbage nachos. or trash can nachos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he calls them. So he's not garbage. <sighs> he's trash can. Uh, he owns it, man. He, when, when, once he owns it, then there's no. He, then it's deflected. Yeah, he took the power away. He took the power away. Drew. You, if you have a goatee like that, you when, know. When you, you know wear what the you're glasses about. on the back of your head yeah. like that, ain't nothing you can say. When can... it's the year 2019 and you still have frosted tips, you might be a redneck. Mm. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much. If it's the year 2019 <laughs> and you eat trash can nachos, you may be Guy Fieri. That's Drew, Drew's work on his You May Be Guy Fieri yeah. uh, book. Type 5. It's going to type 5, turn into a book, turn into a comedy album. He's just following the Jeff Fox Turn into a musical. Turn into a musical. Turn into a movie. And then, and then back into a comic book. And then into a podcast. Ooh. <laughs> God, that's the end I'll be on now, right? <laughs> yes. That's the ultimate art form the podcast. Um, Feed Orlando People follow please Anything else you want to promote That people to know about no, That's, that's, that's it. it That's, yeah, it. that's, yeah. It. that's yeah. the thing That's yeah. the thing that's, that's Do it thing. I'm really simple I like, like just, it Let's, that's just, a, keep let's it. go watch musicals together And keep, eat keep food it. before <laughs> Got You gotta eat that food uh, I thought the I thought the prefix Brunch menu burger Was a slider Drew Chicago But it was a full on burger That's good it was good, but it was my expectations were, <laughs> were blown away. You thought you were going to get less food when you got more. I was like, I'm prepared to eat this amount of food. And they put the food down. I was like, I'm not prepared to eat this amount of food. <laughs> well, I hope you did, Chris. <laughs> I did my best. I did my damn best. It was delicious. Um, okay. Let's do some media diets. What we're watching. Juice Cogburn, you saw Jumanji. I did. The next level. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you liked the first one. The first one was funny. Right? You, you it caught, was good. You caught it at home, I yep. suppose, to see it in Yeah, theaters. on like HBO or something. It yeah. was on. I was like, hey, I'll watch this. And the trailer's pretty good for a So yeah, one. and I mean, I the, fir- the, the first one was good. The second one, uh, I mean, Law of Diminishing Returns, my friend. Uh, it was uh, it was great watching, like, I don't want to give anything away, but I, when people were doing their old man thing. Yeah. It was hilarious. So uh, anyone that gets to act like Danny DeVito yes. or, or Danny Glover. Yes. The two Dannys. Yes, cool. the two Dannys. Uh, anyone that gets to act like an old, an old black man or mm-hmm. old... Uh, is Danny DeVito Jewish? No. In this movie, sound, everybody plays him as like a New York Jew. Like a new, Right. Because yeah. that's what I got from the uh, Dwayne Johnson yes. in, the, in the trailer. Well, and, and every, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, okay. That's so the way it's, it goes. It's across the board. Yeah. Um, so you guys are just okay. This is okay. Just all right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the thing was, the first one... Like, you didn't have any expectations for it. You were like, this is just going to be sure. this big, dumb movie, yeah, and then sure. it surprises you. Yeah. Uh, you know, they went back to the same watering hole a couple times, right. and this, that, the other, and it just didn't It didn't work across the board the same way. Okay. Oh, so Interesting. Again, it's the difference between, like you said, coming across something on HBO. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let me check this out. Oh, this is actually pretty good. And then going to see it in the theater based on the marketing. Yeah. They'd be like, eh, it's not as good as I thought it would be. Exactly. Yeah. I understand that. Yep. That's totally understandable. Um, all right, so Jumanji Next Level. Should I then bother, uh, like, sitting down to watch the first one in order to see the second one? Or I mean, should I what? just watch the first one because it's good enough on its own? I, I would recommend watching the first one because it's good enough on its own. No matter what. If you want to watch the second one because you like what, you know, The Rock and Kevin Hart going on yep. and you like the you know the whole team or whatever, yep. by all means, watch it. But just remember, it's a sequel. Okay. Fair. 
Okay, fair. You know, this is not the Lego Movie 2 or 22 Jump Street here. Lord Miller Productions. The only ones. It's... The only ones that seem to do it. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else? What else have you been watching this week? Uh, so, I watched Six Underground this week. Oh, you oh. watched Michael Bay Six Underground? Yes, I watched the most Michael Bayest movie of all Michael Bay movies. It's very it's very Michael Bay. Every, every five minutes, oh, I was oh. expecting a, a Transformer to pop. Yeah, no, I was seriously. when there was no Transformers. Almost to the point of hilarity. Like, it was almost a comedy, which how just... Silly and stupid and Michael Bay-y everything was. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I think a lot of this movie is supposed to be a comedy. I think it's supposed to be an action comedy. But the things that are funny about it are, like, all unintentional. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And the things that are supposed to be funny are, are not. This is not funny Yes. Agreed. Uh, and if you've ever wanted, like you said last time, if you ever wanted, wanted to know what happened to all the... The side people in movies that get like destroyed when like the buildings come down or like the things explode. Yeah, during like, the car chases and, and stuff. And like you're wondering, oh, like what happened to that guy? Yeah, you you see it all. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's wild. It um, is wild, and it seriously it makes me wish that more movies did that. Yeah, all the collateral damage that happens yeah. those PG thirteen movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one shows it to you because it's an R rated. Yeah, movie. yeah, that's the only thing I liked about it. Yeah. It's uh, agreed. It's really the only yeah. thing I liked about it, and it's a long movie. It's it over is. two hours. But I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds doing his Ryan Reynolds thing. There are other yes. people in there to for him to play off of. Oh, you know who I liked in it? Um, and I was surprised it was even her, Melanie Laurent. Oh yes, Shoshana. Uh, uh, Shoshana. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah, Shoshana. <laughs> Uh, she did that, and then she did um, Beginners, the Mike Mills movie with Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. like right after that. And then I think she went back to France and did a bunch of... I, she's been in some American movies, but I think she's done a lot of French stuff. No. Um, so it's cool to see her in, no. in, in that. And um, yeah, that was about it for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was good to see Dave Franco again for a second. For a second. <laughs> that was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, once again, it's like one of those things... But, Shit like that happens in every action movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is the only time that, like... It's showing you the the consequences of violence, and and people are dying, and it's bloody, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, no, exactly. So, it was was kind of fun. Okay. For that part of it. Absolutely. Understood. All right, cool. All right, anything else you got to get down with? I also watched a couple stand-ups. Ooh. I watched uh, Mike Birbiglia, the new one, and uh, also his previous one. Thank God for jokes. Okay, Birbig, you big, you you a big big burglar, big burglar fan. Oh, you, you a big big burglar? That's hard to say. Mike, uh, Mike Birbiglia, you a big Birbiglia fan? I, I I saw like I saw some of his stuff in like the mid two thousands and thought it was just okay. Okay. Um, I watched. Thank God for like I only watched bits and pieces of Thank God for Jokes, and I don't think I ever finished it. Okay, but I watched the new one and really enjoyed that one. So mm. I went back and rewatched Thank God for Jokes, which is funny, but not as funny. This okay. this new one is it's really good. Yeah, it's good. Is it from? So it's from this year, twenty nineteen. Yes, brand new. It just just came out a couple days ago on on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Netflix has been doing all those uh, stand ups. So. Okay. Mike and, Mike Perpiglia. Uh On HBO, I watched Gary Goldman's The Great Depression. Gary Goldman's the Great Depression. I don't even know what this is. So oh. Gary Goldman, he's a he's a comedian. Okay. He, uh, I guess famously a couple years ago had a huge bout of depression. Okay. Uh, went into a mental hospital. Okay. Had electroshock therapy. Whoa. Uh, they, they still do that. Oh uh, well. Here here's the thing. Uh, he talked about it in this. He talks about all of it. This is basically Gary Goldman coming back after two years of shit to make fun of himself for an hour. Okay. And it's it's good. It's eye opening. It's a little emotional. Yeah. Uh, because just because you know, 
it deals with the whole you know comedians being depressed thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's totally worth watching. Interesting. Hundred percent. That that one's on HBO. Yes. Okay. Gary Goldman's The Great Depression. So oh. you did a bunch of comedy. You did action. You did Jumanji. Uh, watch some stuff on Netflix also. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series there's a series called The Toys that The Toys that Made Us. Yeah. Oh seen, yeah. Yeah. I've seen some of the. Not, I haven't seen it, but I've seen like the, the yeah, cover yeah. art. Yeah. I, I watched the uh, the GI Joe one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, the wrestling one, mm-hmm. and the Star Wars one. So it's a good show. It's enjoyable. It. It, or is it just hitting like nostalgia buttons? Well, no, it, it's hitting nostalgia buttons, but it also like if you were into the toys, yeah. like like I only watched the ones for the toys that I had or sure. I was into, yeah, because you know it gave you the, the history behind it, you know, the wheelings and dealings, the business, the production, yeah. the mishaps. Hmm. So if you're you know an adult and you actually want to know like how and why your GI Joes were made, yeah, watch it. Hmm. Okay, is there a He Man one? Yes, there is. That's got to be the most fascinating. He-Man's crazy. Oh, the Star Wars yes. one was really good. Star Wars. Well, I feel like everyone knows Star Wars. Lucas, like Fox, were stupid. They they didn't do the deal. Kenner took it. Kenner couldn't get the toys out in time. So they had the, they, they sold pieces of cardboard that said, you will get a toy. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, this is stupid, but it worked. Yeah. No, Luke, all that's in there. Yeah. I feel like I understood that. The, the all He-Man shit's crazy because they were like... they. They missed out on Star Wars. They were trying. Mattel's trying to get Star Wars, and they lost out on it. And then uh, they were desperate for uh, a tie-in, so they signed up with the folks who did Conan the Barbarian. No, it, it was. And then they're like, "Fuck! This is an R-rated movie. We can't make toys out of this." It, it so they paid someone to mash up Star Wars and Conan into a thing because we already have all this shit. It's not that they didn't. It's not that they couldn't get Star Wars. It's that they, they passed, passed on Star idiots. Wars. Yeah, everyone passed. Yeah. Idiots. Well, all the reason idiots. why is because Star Wars didn't sell their toy rights until three months before the movie came out. So they didn't know. Appar- apparently, the way it's supposed to be done, well, a, year, toys, a year yeah. or two before the movie comes out, you sell the toy rights and you get everything going. And that's why they didn't have nothing. And they sold pieces of cardboard. And it worked. Yeah. It's, it's still so working. So it was, it was, it was really... It's still working. Have yeah. you not seen the child toy that's coming out? Oh, are they doing oh, it again? Yeah. Yes, they Pre-orders. are. Yes, they are. Geniuses. Yeah. Geniuses. So that, that, all those stories were very interesting. Okay. Also watched, uh, they also have, they so because that series was so popular with people, mm-hmm. they started making the movies that made us. Uh, yes, I've seen that as well. Yeah. The, I watched yeah. the, uh, the Die Hard one, the Home Alone one, and the Ghostbusters one. Wow. And it's all, I mean, I've. How long are they, like an hour each? Uh, 45 minutes. Okay. So it's nice and quick. That's you know, cool. if you like uh, the movies that made us, I knew most of the stories behind most of these movies sure, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of retread for me. Yeah. But if you don't know the stories, it's 45 minutes, boom, done in your face. And it gives you everything. Yeah. So you found the toy stuff more illuminating. Yes. Yeah, so it makes sense. We don't do a toy because show. I we do a movie know. show. It yeah. makes sense. That the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I realized that I was one of the very few kids in this world that had the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. <clears throat> oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was my coffee table for uh, six months when I was a kid. <laughs> Not joking about that. <laughs> like the legit family coffee no, table. Yes, like my parents had to take out the coffee table in the living room, and it sat there as the coffee table for six months. There you go. All right. And I also watched The Witcher on Netflix. The, the whole the old, old season one. Yep. And the whole thing. And it, was, it was pretty good. Just pretty good. It was. You don't sound too excited. Well, here's the thing. It's. Uh, I mean, it takes its liberties. 
but I know nothing about original Witcher. Well, no, so. exactly. I only know I don't know anything about the original Witcher because it's based on a book series. Whoa, I didn't even know that. I <laughs> I only know it from the video yeah, game, which is so the, video the video game is based on the book series. God damn. So, and I guess this is a taking on the book series and not the video game. Okay. So there were some things that I thought were weird, and then I went back and did some research. It was like, oh no, never mind. I just didn't, you know. Okay. It's, it's just, I'm getting a different person's telling of the same story so obviously things are going to be a little bit different oh it's a little Rashomon exactly uh, how was Henry Cavill Henry Cavill's fine the, yeah. the weirdest thing uh, was the wig and the only reason it was what, the, what is on his head hair mustaches wigs come the, on the, man. The, the only the, and the only reason why it was weird the wig was fine during the action scenes okay. and everything like that yeah. but there were a couple of times where he had to get wet and wigs do not look good oh. when they are wet <laughs> it's like uh, Bruce Willis in Striking Distance. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I'm going to do a movie where I'm a water cop, but also I'm going to wear a wig the whole yeah, time. Like, exactly. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Same thing with Kevin Costner. He's like, it's like I don't want people to see my, my um, that I'm balding. So we'll do Waterworld. I'm going to do Waterworld. <laughs> you, you, you dummy. Yeah. Um, interesting. But, so, I mean, Judge, that, I mean you, that, know, you know me. The action Should I watch? Should I bother? Or you know all the shows I still need to watch. Yeah, yeah. Does it just get thrown to the back of the list? Or should I bump it up? I mean, you think? should put it probably somewhere in the middle of the list. Okay. I mean, they're, they're going to... I mean, you being you, you're going to have the same of the same issues that I had with it. Yeah. Um, And it's only... They're just they're storytelling issues. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're just you know stupid things that we don't like because we're assholes. Wheel spinning, character lazy character writing, exactly Th- yeah, things yeah. of that nature. Oh, okay. um, but for the most part, it was it how was, many eps? It was fun. Uh, eight episodes, hour a piece. That's nice. Eight, I, can get with eight. I, can, mm-hmm. I can do eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're an hour a piece. Okay. Um, and I mean it's uh it's it's very rated M for mature. Sure. Lots of violence <laughs> and plenty of titties. Netflix not. Not shying away from doing the uh, the adult stuff, so mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that for sure. And a lot of people are going to be probably comparing it to Game of Thrones only because of a medieval type setting, exactly, with a little bit of fantastical elements. I'm sure, exactly, magic realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, just straight up magic. Oh, uh, so swords and sandals, Dungeons and Dragons, exactly. Uh, wizards, so, wizards and warlocks. Well, well, that and you know, there's some things you know in snowy territory as well. So. Oh, visual. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes, there, yes. there, are, there will be some similarities that you'll see, but it's, mm-hmm. it's totally not Game of Thrones. Okay, it's its own thing. Yes. Right. The Witcher. The Witcher. Oh, and speaking of Game of Thrones, um, the Hound was the bad guy in uh, the new Jumanji movie. Hey, is it yeah. really? Uh huh. What's that guy? Zendor <laughs> Clegane? Well, not like his real name. Yeah, his real name. Yeah. He's also the guy who goes Yarp in a uh, Hot Fuzz. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> that guy. Yarp. Yarp. Oh, man, that guy's fun. I like that guy. Awesome. And then, yeah, you know, the Mandalorian and all that other stuff. Mandalorian. Let's yep. talk Mandalorian real quick. I, mm-hmm. I I like that they brought back uh, uh, the, the, the weird... What's his name? <laughs> Fucking... The, the, the Nick Nolte's character. Yeah. Yes. I like that they brought that character back. Yep. I, I like Leola's that they brought back, back Cara Dune. Yep. I yep. like that they uh, they had to go back. Carl Weathers. I like that it's like tying things together. Yep. Taika Waititi came back for one line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. And I like how he is like the, the re- reprogramming of him. And then every moment where they're like... um He's like, no, it's fine. Trust me, I reprogrammed him. And then, <laughs> and then, and yeah, and then Mondo looking <laughs> at him, and then like uh, one of his like little camera lenses flickers, and then they're just staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, wow. He's like, wait, can you trust him? I don't know. I don't know what the show's telling me. 
Um, when it ended, it's uh, directed by Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. who she also did. I think she did the Seven Samurai episode, okay. which is also uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. What's her name? Uh. The 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 fighter, the one who played Cardoon. The. Oh yeah. The MMA lady, uh-huh. Carla, not Carla. I want to no. say, I keep want to say Carla Gugino. That's the other. She's a totally different lady. Nope. <laughs> um, Can't uh, think of her name right now. Uh, anyway. Gina Carano. There we go. Carla G- Cugino, Gina Carano. What? <laughs> Six to one, half Cara dozen the other. The same thing. Big Bert Biglia fan. Um, she directed that episode and the Seven Samurai one, which I think are my two favorite episodes. And she is the director... And co-showrunner, I believe, of the Obi-Wan show that they're doing. Uh, with I'm you and really looking forward to that. Okay. Yes. Uh, which is going to be like a Western as well. Yeah. We're, basically, I mean, it's just going to be you and McGregor as a fucking Ronin with a goddamn lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I actually probably be more samurai then. Yeah. Even, more, even more samurai yeah. than the American yeah, Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Deborah Chow's one who's doing it. So, like, when that episode ended, the whole time I was assuming it was a Taika Waititi episode because I know he did one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it must be the last one then because I haven't seen his name pop no, up. No, neither have I. Um, uh, I thought it was his episode because IG came back. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. If the character's back, I might as well have him on set. Uh, then when I said Deborah Chow at the end, I was like, fuck this lady. <laughs> yes. Killing it. This woman, this woman rules. I can't wait for more of her stuff. Um... That, that crazy scene where they're like at the campfire and those things are like flying. Yeah. <laughs> and when it took one of those, like the whole, the two legged thing. Yeah. Blur, yeah. Yeah. It took a whole, bl- I was like, what the fuck? It can do that. Then he just grabbed one of the dudes too and went yeah. off with him. Yeah. Well, I can do it. I can see, but then I was like, damn, that thing is big. Uh, that's, it's just a fun show. It's mm. so enjoyable, and um, it feels more Star Wars it, than Star Wars. Does, yeah, it, it does. does. Well, and we, we've been saying that since the beginning too. And you want to yeah. know why? Yes. It's because they went back to doing what Star Wars does so well: <laughs> ripping, ripping off, off <laughs> westerns and samurais. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Stories. Ripping off old serials. <laughs> it is. It's an old serial, and they're also confident in it too. Like, it's there's more confidence in this than there is in yes, Skywalker. It feels yeah, like Skywalker. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like we know this is awesome. We know you're gonna like it. Here you go. We got great music with Ludwig Gorenson. He's um killing it with the score. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how it's and, like I'm enjoying it. Being it's short form helps, right? Like they don't have think, to have that. Must a, be it too, right? Yeah, it's just it's so easily digestible. Yeah, and, and then when it's all said and done, that means so it's nine episodes. It's eight, eight episodes. Eight. So when it's all said and done, a little over four hours, four and a half hours. It's like yeah. damn, that's really no. that's economical storytelling for what it is. No. Compared to all the other, and the practical effects are oh so good, beautiful. God, God damn it! That, I mean that baby Yoda, that baby. Oh it's like uh, <laughs> it, you know when they do the previously on, and they show the clips of stuff for this episode. They show like they re-showed a shot of them scanning baby Yoda with no. like a like a light thing, and just the fact that you can like do that. <laughs> yeah, you can have like a light and hold it that like inches away from it and get the reflection of it and pass it over and then it can like oh, and react to it it's like damn that looks so good versus it will see and they don't what's great is they don't try to hide it right like they don't hide that it's a doll when, yes. they, when they pick him up you know that it's fake but there's still something so charming about it absolutely like, oh, yeah, when they pick I it up, want it, to hold it, it. it's still like, like it's a little stiff thing yeah. I, I know for sure I know for sure if I was holding this fake ass doll in my hands and I was holding it and then the puppeteers were off to the side like moving its oh. face I would be like oh. <laughs> I would interact with it like oh this is a real thing I'm in yeah. love with this fucking thing that's real and then these guys are off the side like oh, we see this every day <laughs> every day we see this so we borrow Werner Herzog yeah. to tears yeah Werner yeah. Herzog's in the bathroom sobbing it looks so real I don't understand when he says the world is death and chaos 
I want to see the baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I laughed so. I, I had to pause it. I laughed so fucking hard. Oh yeah. He, yeah. he ruminates about death and yep. chaos. And then, uh, and then, then immediately it's. I doomed. want to see the baby. <laughs> I want to see the baby. Like, oh, and he I called it him. the baby, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah the baby. Because he was the baby. It's a baby. Uh, <laughs> man, and then, like. I mean, a little looser with spoilers here, but uh, certain characters die in this one. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's like multiple characters die, and it's like, fuck. All those. Each one that died, I was like, fuck. Ooh. Like, that sucks. I want more of this character. Yeah. That's how you know the show's doing good. Yeah, this finally feels like the stakes are real, yeah. which is nice. Yes, right? So I'm like, oh, there are, there are consequences. There now. are. The, the stakes are real. Going yeah. to this last episode, I'm, oh. I'm nervous now. Oh. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, it didn't the go the way I, thought, I know. I know. <laughs> But the child's it's a force baby. He'll be fine. But <laughs> Ray was hand. Everyone's dead. He's good to go. Um, for, when when he was like got mad, at, they were arm wrestling yeah. and started choking and, Gina. And, and, yeah. and then for a second, it was like actually making an angry face, like ah, oh, and like clenching its fist. I was like, oh shit, baby Yoda got mad. Oh, so good. Don't piss him off. I love I love Mandalorian. God, mm-hmm. I love it so good. Um, and then we'll see next season. John Favreau is going to direct. I think every episode himself. He's okay. a he's a co creator. But he co-created with Dave Filoni, who's been with the whole Star Wars team since day one. Uh, he's a Lucas boy. And um, he directed, like, half the episodes Filoni. And then they shot that the other half to, like, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Taika Waititi, and some other people, Deborah Chow. Um, so for the next season, Favreau is going to take on a bulk of the, the directorial work himself, is what I read. So we'll see how that translates. I hope it's good. I mean, he's mm-hmm. good. He's very good. He's good. He knows what he's doing. But then also... Cowboys and Aliens. It was a good comic book. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was, well, yeah. And it was great when I paid uh, $8 and sat in a theater and they handed me a comic book and someone read it to me. <laughs> and I was drinking sodas. Like, it was a good comic book. No, I saw a movie, Christine. It was terrible. I uh, so they just did episode seven. Bear fight. Which is the bear fight episode. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I was like, shit, I gotta catch up on this now. I'm so far behind. So I watched uh, three, four, and five yesterday. And uh, I'm really into it. It's a good show. Yeah. I'm definitely enjoying the machinations. I'm looking forward to seeing how it all comes together. It sort of makes me want to go right back into re-watching that movie. Yeah, I know, right? Just to be like, well, how here's an- compare? Yeah, here's another version of the same story, yeah. same characters. What do they do different? Like, how come this movie version... Didn't seem to work as well as the TV show seems to be doing. Yeah. Obviously, it's because the TV show can take the time to explain everything more yeah. like a book can. But um, anyway, so that and his dark materials. And then, you know, Drew, uh, I complained so much about not having time mm-hmm. and how like I have all this huge list of shows I need to watch and all these things. Um, Thursday, like 10 o'clock at night. I just threw on Manhunter <laughs> for, like, for the, the 12 billionth time. For like the, the sixth time this year, I turned. I was, just, I was like, I'll just watch some of this before I go to bed. I watched the whole fucking movie, all two hours. But I went to bed at midnight, so tired. I was like, God, it's such a good movie. <laughs> so I rewatched Manhunter this week. Uh, Christine, what are you been watching lately? What are you getting into? Disney Plus. Yeah, what are you yeah, watching on there? So Mandalorian and rewatching all of the old Disney movies. Like which ones would you? So, Dumbo, Pinocchio. Et cetera, oh yeah, et cetera, yeah, 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 and all the way up to. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Whoa, which that's was a lot of movies. My favorite of the Dis- that's when really? Disney made the shift into comedies, like animated comedies, and yeah. not like princess films. I love that movie. I, I never even thought about it yeah. as that shift. Yeah, um, that Hercules was also a comedy. Like, it still had true. the music in it, but it was just so much fun. It's supposed to be like here's Jasmine, then there's Ariel, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, you know the story behind Emperor's New Groove and how they had to like they th- threw it away and remade the movie essentially like before, but they didn't change the release date. That's crazy. It, it is crazy. Um, but because of that and their short amount of time that it informed the style of movies, so the way the movie looks is specifically because of their shortened production time. Uh, and it's crazy that it it's a good movie. It's still yeah. like it's a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. You, so you, you watched Pinocchio recently? Yeah, watched Pinocchio. Isn't Monstro fucking frightening? He's terrifying. That's, that's why, Oh, that's the point. That's why I have a fear of whales to this day. But I'm, I'm trying to find the, uh, the the line of, like, could they do this? Because, you know, Pinocchio is going to have its own live action. It's already, it's in the works. Yeah. Um, and there's also, because Pinocchio, well, there's Disney's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. But then there's public domain Pinocchio. The actual, the real Pinocchio. Yes, yeah. and that's what Guillermo del Toro's been trying to make oh, for, gonna for years. Oh, this is going to Yes, um, <laughs> that's in his hopper. Someone else has been trying to make it. And then, of course, Disney's going to want to make theirs with all their music and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. Um, could you do a live-action monster? I don't know. How could you do that? CG. CG. But, I mean, conceptually, the whale sits on top of the water, and then it's just like, like plows forward and then does a hard 180 and then it goes back it's like it's not it doesn't do what whales do we just watch uh-huh. people cats yeah. so I think no. we can make a whale on water okay fine okay we got Tom Hooper to direct we're good to go but I wonder Jennifer Hudson can play the whale Oh. <laughs> no I'm saying that's a good thing she's the best part of the movie that was not a mean that was not I didn't mean to be mean Jennifer Hudson yo if that Aretha Franklin movie... Oh, yep, respect. If, if it's only two hours of Jennifer Hudson on a stage or, like, everything blacked out and then, like, the the titles of the songs behind her in huge gold letters, I would see that movie. Really? Just Jennifer Hudson just singing Aretha Franklin, karaoke Aretha Franklin for two hours, I'd see that movie. <laughs> Drew would not. No. No, because no. that's a musical. No, that's a musical. <laughs> but it's a musical about a musician. Yeah, so, okay, so are biopics musicals? If it's Is about a musician. Rocket Man a musical? Yes. Uh, Did you ever see Rocket Man, Drew? Yes, I with you. See, I can't. I can't remember it all. <laughs> uh, it was that, that was just a bunch of music videos smashed together, right? Which is yeah, a musical. That's a musical. Did you like it? <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Never saw it. Oh. oh, that one he never saw. Yeah, that's the one that I saw by myself. Um, what Star is Born? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lady Gaga. She's like, Aah! you know, you felt that. You know, you know your 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 arm hair stood up. <laughs> um, I, I did watch another musical. Um, I did watch yesterday, the the Beatles. The Beatles yeah, one that yeah. was like one of the um, sleeper hits of the summer. It made a decent amount, over a hundred million dollars. They got the box office very quietly. Yeah. Um, pretty well reviewed too. Did you like it? It is a very sweet little film. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's a feel good. It's a airplane film, right? Like you probably would. Wa- Sure, I don't see anybody yeah. going out of their way like I really want to watch mm-hmm, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you do watch, you're like, "Why haven't I ever seen this before?" It's like if, it's a feel good little film. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Danny Boyle, so it just has like the, his energy is infectious in all of his movies. Um, are you a Beatles fan? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, how yeah. much does that then play into then now you're watching a movie that's just a lot of Beatles music? Uh, like, does that play into not, your enjoyment of no, it? No, no, no. It's not a across the universe, which is like homage to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is very much like somebody who is a fan of something. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely speaks more to fandoms and your responsibility as a fan sure. than, than anything else. But it's just sugary sweet. Yeah. Super predictable. But yeah. You're okay with it? You still like it? Yeah. How yeah, about... I said, oh, what's the Bruce Springsteen one that came out this year? Any interest in that one? The one where it's the Indian kid who, who discovers Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I haven't seen it, um, but it's it's a quiet one. It's been hard to... Are you a Springsteen fan? I like Americana. 
and he is the king of Americana. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. What about that bot, Chris? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching uh, Mr. Robot? You watch Mr. Robot? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, all right. Well, give I'm us, behind. No. Give us, give us one minute. It. Give us Go. one minute. One minute. Fucking what? I mean, like... You turned the machine on. No, no. So, so it happened. It and happened. Then, and, and then, like, the, the, the episode went, and, like, its thing happened, and then the end of the episode came, and it was like... It's, it's, it's like a sliders, multidimensional situation. What's going on but here? Yeah, but we're not sliding into our, like... What's the real reality? I thought it was going to be more... Where'd Angela go? See, no, Angela's like, where'd Darlene go? No, where'd Darlene? Seriously? I'm like so with I'm so confused. The, with the way, like, face... It looked like it was like a slipstream type thing where, like, oh, you know, yeah, 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 where, like, yeah. it ends here and then you, like, you wake up in your same body there, but, like, you know... Yeah. Which is well, how he the, knows. He sort of knows. Does anyone else know? Which is the entire way the episode went until the very end. I feel like... Ty- and then they're both in the same fucking the room. Same. So obviously like, it's but, not. But Tyrell Wellick is acting so weird. Does, uh, he, does he sense something's going on? Everybody is talking to Elliot like they half know. And what was that quick? Is that some sort of fucked up time quake? Like they fucked things up? Did White Rose fuck things up? Did White Rose fuck things up? We'll find out tonight. Two hours. We will find out something. A two-hour finale. Two-hour finale Jesus tonight. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Zang now, White Rose now, the freest person in the world. Yeah. Interesting side effect to your experiment. Yeah. Zang. Yeah. <laughs> F-Core, bro. I thought, I thought it was just about identity, it's but about, maybe it seems to be more about power. It's about F-Core, bro. F-Core. Not as society. F-Core. F-core. Wait <laughs> I just put that together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little slow this week. Uh oh. <laughs> eating a lot of oil. Yeah. Um, God, I'm so excited. Yeah, two so, hours yeah. that ends tonight, man. And then By it's the time over. most people hear this episode, it's fucking done. I'll be. I will be. Uh, I thought you said I'll be beaten no, off t- tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow morning, if you could call like a corner or something, because tonight uh, I'm probably just gonna be yeah. lying there on my couch with my brain just oozing there. out of my yeah. ears. It'll be a for 100. percent Bury me here for I am dead scenario. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind's going to explode tonight, so. I'm, I'm excited. No. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> that, that bot's not that Mr. Robot. Um, okay. You gotta, you gotta watch it, Chris Aiden. Okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. And also, it's ending. Four seasons. It's like, it's nice that it's, it's final. They also, when they went into season four, they didn't think, starting to write season four, they didn't think it was going to be the end. Maybe they thought they had one more after that. And then they're like, you know what? I think this is it. And then they told USA, this is our last season, guys. And USA was like, fuck, all right, if you want to. So you guys want to do something else? Because if you guys want to do something else, we'll totally do something else. Welcome Fire <laughs> Patch starring Rosario Dawson. What? I love Rosario Dawson. That's going to be great. I hope yeah. it's going to be Seriously? great. Seriously. Also, isn't it advertised as a limited series? It is. Yeah, so it's not, not going to be a recurring The way thing. it... It looks like Sam Esmeal just got done watching a bunch of Nicholas Wending Refn movies. Oh, I hope so. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the neon and the fucking western let's shit. Get, let's, like get it's... Ne- let's get some neon and blood in here. Um, also looking forward to Homecoming Season 2 on Amazon, which he, uh, oh, I never, I, he I, produces I, that. I never watched the first one. It's great, man. It's only I six know. episodes. It's great. I know. Um, D plus movies. Yesterday. Anything else you want to Oh, started uh, Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? I've heard of this, yes. Oh, I had to it, turn it off. I had to stop. It's, it's a too... about a guy who, I know like... the story about it. I, yeah. I don't want to watch that movie. No, I had to stop. Like, well, I can't... Well, is it a movie or is it a doc? It's a docu-series. It's a docu-series. Yeah. 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 But yeah. still. 
Because I would be one of the guys that they're writing this about. We're like, I'm fucking hunting this motherfucker down all over the world for this fucking garbage. Yeah, the first guy. Yeah. The uh, cat killer. Fucking. It's crazy how, uh, I guess because animals have no choice. So we uh, People can do really bad things to each other. And we sort of like, oh, that's bad. But then we go about our lives. But when someone does something bad to an animal, people fucking lose their minds. Yeah. And I think it's because of the power thing. It's yeah, like how it dare is. you take advantage of something that is clearly has no and you know, it's no. it's wild how well, it, it, it almost makes you think maybe people can be decent. That we have an inherent sense of decency. Not that people are killing animals, but that our reactions that like how dare you do that. If we were a truly uncaring society, we wouldn't give a fuck. Well if we he saw was that. he was I say fine, but fine in air quotes that you can't see right now. Uh fine <laughs> When he was just killing cats on the internet until he killed a person on the internet. Right? Like, that's the... And right. it works. The, well, the, the, that's how it works. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I read um, The Man Who Fell From Grace With The Sea. Have you read that? Man no. Who Fell From Grace With The Sea? No. no. Kid kills the cat by the end, kills the guy. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Hmm. Yeah. Not just a guy. It's his, uh, his mom's boyfriend. That's neither here nor there. That's not important. Uh, what's important is that he killed that cat, dismembered it, put all its parts on the ground, and then looked at it. I remember that. Mm, pretty. I read that book once. I remember that very well. Oh, God. It's... Oh. Japanese novel. Yeah, oh, man. I, I man, cried. Man, if I were with a C, it's a fucking classic Japanese novel. No? No. I cried when I read uh, Where the Red Fern Grows when one of the dogs dies. Mm. Hot, hot tears. <laughs> that is a very graphic description of what happens to those fucking dogs. Yeah? I remember that in middle school just being like, oh. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, so it continues. Okay. <laughs> All right. And we're keep. Oh, oh, and we're. And we're going some more. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I cried at the end of uh, the bridge to Terabithia. But no animals dying. Uh, a, a person dies. In I animal. cried in iRobot. Did you? Yeah, because of the dog. <laughs> oh, the dog. Yeah. I cried at uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Okay. I no, I know why you cry. I've never cried in a movie. He says he never cried in a movie. <laughs> I, I mean, every, I'm for, I'm for sure. Movie. I guarantee this guy was cut an onion at least once while watching a movie. So I'm, I'm sure he no. cried at least once. I, no. I cry in every movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, every, every oh, single I, one. I always cry during Cats. Yeah. Yeah. What, just in pain? No. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, <laughs> Please, make it end! No, when, when the... When I was like, memory... Going up with the chandelier. And I was like, oh... Yeah. Um, for a second it looks like you were about to have a stroke your eye oh, just that, went that. limp for a second I thought the entire side of your face was just about to go that was a, that was a legit mini stroke um, okay look we have to we have to wrap the show we have to wrap the show we're out of time here I got we got things going on so uh, we have to do this real quick I said we're gonna do we're gonna do hi it. I'm Jeff Goldblum like that my job is to be devoted to love and to devotion itself no of course I don't die I prevail, and the and the, the the great animals are let out in San Diego. Oh boy, here we go. We're playing the Jeff Goldblum Six Degrees of Jeff Goldblum game. Uh, listener submitted from Gabe, and he oh, started dear. us out with Jackie Chan. We've been doing this for weeks now since episode three forty eight. So to refresh the chain, we're trying to get to Jeff Goldblum. All right, we started with Jackie Chan, who was in Rush Hour, with Chris Tucker, who was in Friday. With Ice Cube, who was in Anaconda with John Voight, who was in Tomb Raider 2 with, and now it's on you. Oh no. Now it's on you. I'm, oh, 
I've never watched Moonraker. Oh, oh boy, I guess it's oh, time no. for I guess it's time for an educated guess as to who on earth could have been in Tomb Raider Two. Oh no. I need to just pick somebody who's been like typecast, right? Or you could pick the Tomb Raider. If you know who the Tomb Raider is. It's not Angelina Jolie. Is it? Mm. Is it? Is it her? Oh, we'll go with All right. Hey, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, shut that off. Angelina, write that down. Oh, Angel- man. There were actually a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, but you can't remember it, though. No one actually saw it. Hell, I don't think I even saw that one. So Daniel Craig's in the up. first one. Is he in the second one? No, Gerard Butler's in the second one. What? Wow. Butler. Oh. The, the, the Irish broker guy. A lot. A lot. Ooh. Jimon Hansu's in this one too. I the love Jimon. in everything. Love Jimon Hansu. But you know who else is in everything? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Angelina Jolie was in Kung Fu Panda with Jackie Chan. We got us back to the beginning. Ooh. Oh, that's not the, oh. that's not the point of the game. No. <laughs> the loop complete. <laughs> <laughs> Completed the loop without getting the Jeff Goldblum. Maybe that's another way to win the game. Um, all right, so we got our answer. Thank you, Christine. Absolutely. Really all right, we got to finish this thing. We got to wrap it up. So um, that's going to be it for the episode. Christine, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks, guys. This was was fun. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you for the cake. Absolutely. Thank you for dragging me to cats (laughs) so I can actually see it and talk about it and not just shit on it from a distance. I need to know what I'm seeing. A well-educated shit upon. Thank you. Yes. I mean, if you're going to shit on something, you got to shit on it properly. Yes. That's the whole point of what we do. That's the whole point of podcasting. Uh, Drew, sir, thank you. You're welcome. And listeners, you are welcome for this week's episode. Sign up for our Patreon uh, and pay monies for more stuff. We are out of here. Thank you very much, and bye-bye. Production.